Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute. Forgive us. Look, man, I, I Todd, Todd, I know you've been giving us the business in our little group message about not recording the past couple of weeks. Man, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what, man. I was helping out my mom. All right, my sister was out of town, so I had, a, I had long days, dude. So I was a little bit gassed one week, and then... You know, I got the itis, never tested positive for for, the, for COVID, but I had a little, little touch of the itis. And, uh, man, I, I just ran out of gas every night, dude. You know, I was taking those Whitfield old man naps. It was not good. That's a bad sign, right? <laughs> you, you know, you're in, you know, you're in it for a tough deal when you got to rock the Whitfield naps, man. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just what it is, dude. So running out of gas, man, mm-hmm. kind of like all the top five teams in the MLB regular season, man. They just ran out of gas, dude. Couldn't get it done. That was me last week. So I apologize for not, you know, being up to snuff to get uh, an, an episode recorded. But those, my friends, those are the breaks. But we're back. We're in the basement. We're hanging out. We're popping tops. We're having a little bit of fun. So there you go, Todd. Quit your bitching. We're back, baby. <laughs> All right. First and foremost, I was going to give him this regular intro song. But I know Shannon had a request the other week, and I managed to track it down. So instead of California love, we got to do we got to do this proper for no. McGuffin. Here you go, brother. Well played, sir. Well played. Yeah, buddy. Too much lipstick and I'm too much. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. It's actually kind of a catchy song. It is. It, it, it really is. It's kind of fun. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I tracked that down specifically for you. <laughs> specifically for you. I, so, I appreciate that. Thank you, you so know, much. The, the two most critical contributions from from Shannon over the past couple of years are I like my women on the trashy side, and of course... Hot potato, which a whole bunch of NFL teams are playing hot potato this past weekend, so Bro. it is it is kind of fitting. But before we get into that, I do want to say, you know, uh, it, it sucks about Richardson. It really does, man. It's a shame he's going to miss the rest of the uh, regular season. Uh, obviously, his flashed some nice potential, and we knew coming into the season he was a little bit raw. Uh, but at, look, as somebody that really enjoyed the roller coaster, at least the ascent of RG three, you know, one of the things that happened with him, man, is not knowing when to be like, this play is over. Let me get out. Let me slide. Just something that dude took way too many unnecessary hits and it, it effectively ended his career. Right. And you've already lived through this whole thing with Andrew Luck, who <clears throat> got beat to hell and sacrificed his body. And I don't look, people are going to criticize him for the way he handled the end of that. Whatever, man, that's the deal. But the reality is he took a lot of abuse and he just decided, I'm good, man. I'm out. So uh, I'll respect him for that. I still love the fact he showed up in the in the uh, Civil War garb for Captain Andrew. Oh, dude, that was that hilarious was when he did that the a few weeks ago. That was great, by the way. Great, great touch. But, uh, you know, you got to, you got to, this is one of those things, man. It's just like, Bro, you got you got to know when to hold him, know when to fold him, and you gotta you gotta know when to slide, bro. You gotta slide. Feet first, <laughs> not the dive, not the head first dive, man. You're taking too many hits. Feet no. first, do the slide, bro. 
Gotta slide, baby. Gotta, gotta slide. slide. <laughs> Just saying. You know, that gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and you gotta know when to slide. I mean, game one, Trevor Lawrence came up to him and said, Hey man, you gotta protect yourself. You gotta do it. And and you know, look, Lawrence is what, third or fourth season at this point. Like, you gotta listen to those guys. Like they yes, you're division opponent, but mm-hmm. Like he's giving you good advice. He like, is. You gotta protect yourself, man, because you try to play for the second contract. I, I know you're trying to make a name for yourself right now, but it, let, let's be honest, you're playing for that second contract at this point. Yes. And protect yourself. I mean, he's showing flashes of being really good, but I mean, it, it's better than a, how AB shows flashes. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Bruh. <laughs> oh, he got arrested in Florida. I don't know for what, but I saw a headline that he got arrested in Florida. I don't know. So, he ain't been in the same since that uh no, birth. He, he so, has not been right for a long time. But, but at, look, man, I, I don't know what Anthony Richards is, uh, you know, what his ceiling is, but we won't get a chance to see that. Oh, I'll tell you what his ceiling is. His ceiling is the roof. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I. Yeah, thank you, Shannon. I I appreciate that deep dive uh, that you just offered there. Very nice. Uh, a classic, by the way. MJ yes. approves. Um, I don't I don't know what his ceiling is other than the roof, but we're we're he's not going to get there if he gets lit up all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the reality. It's just the reality. So yeah, although you, I'm, go you ahead. know, live to play another day. I mean. People used to like crack on Peyton Manning because whenever he saw blitz coming and he had no shot, he would just go down. And people would like be like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You live to play another day, right. dude." Like, why take the hit? Why, you know, why take the extra abuse when you just hey wave the white flag? You didn't get it on this play. Get them on the next one. Not that Peyton Manning was going to spin and run out of a whole bunch of things. That was not really his bag. Uh, but, you know, Tom Brady, obviously, you know, it, you just have a certain sense. You got to have a decent feel for the pocket. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is you got to know when a play is blown up, right? And sometimes a play is just it's just not there for whatever reason. It's just not there, you know. And sometimes, it, you know, if it's the Super Bowl, all right, maybe, maybe you maybe you gut something out. But if it's just a, if it's just a, if it's just a random – yeah, if it's just a random down in the second quarter, <laughs> dude, take the sack. Take your white flag, bro. Yeah, it's fine. Next down, next down, buddy. It's it's okay. It's okay. You know, sometimes that's how that stuff goes. So but maybe we should I, check. I maybe, maybe, maybe maybe we should check this, with uh, Staley for the analytics on when to take a sack. <laughs> He's got to be more accurate with that than he is on field goals. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. <Here's> story. <laughs> I, I did learn something this week, oh. and and I think you both will appreciate this mm. that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that Steve Smith was into mixed martial arts. I had no idea that man was a ninja. I had no <laughs> clue that man was a ninja. Ah, <laughs> uh, he absolutely lit that dude. Who was he going after, man? Jerry uh, Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah, dude, that was just that was vicious. I don't. I don't know that I have that uh, that soundbite. Uh, I might have to see if I can pull it up. But, bro. That man straight up murdered him on the sideline as an analyst. That was that was ruthless, dude. Whoa! Uh, 
I mean, you know, Steve, we know Steve Smith was a fierce competitor on the field, right? And yes. one of our favorites of all time, one of the toughest dudes. Yeah, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, whatever height he was. Um, but that dude, I mean, he played at such a physical level. I mean, the ice up, son. Ice up, son. Ice up. One of the things um, that I really enjoyed. Who was that, Aqib Tlaib, that he told the to ice up? I believe it was when he was on the Patriots. That, sound, that sounds about right. And uh, – you know, just just one of our favorites, man. Just a throwback guy. I think I found it. Let's see. Let's see if I can jump in, and it's a right. good spot. And I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob <laughs> and Bucky, you can was you can ninja. Ninja. Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up. Uh, update, he did not. In the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I love I loved that the the wildfire that, that was in social media. Age 89, and man. Stone cold, bro. Hundred percent, like everyone was with that guy. Like, yes. it, it, like sometimes you see those takes and people was yes. like split. Like, nah. nope. People were like, yeah, nope. at Steve Smith is our dude, man. Nope. Like, I love that guy, and he <laughs> lit that kid. Lit him up. Lit him up. Lit him up. Uh, was it ruthless? Yes. Was uh, could you make an argument that perhaps he took that personally and that was a smidge unprofessional? Maybe, but quite frankly, it was very real. And I think most people that aren't looking for, you know, PR puffery and, oh, let's, let's all, let's, let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I think the fact that he did that was, was absolutely fantastic. Matter of fact, yeah. he deserves an intro song. Steve Smith deserves you dropped a bomb on me for that. Are you kidding? That was fantastic. Actually, he probably... He probably needs a move, bitch. Get out the way. That's oh, probably no. what he really needs. Yes. That's a, that's a, we haven't cranked that up yeah. in a long time. You know, that was, or even a click, click, boom, dude. Just for the, just for the absolute hammer he dropped on that dude. Woo. Come on, come on. Yeah. Loved it. I enjoyed it because I think it's real. It's raw and it's emotional, but it's real. I mean, like you got a dude that is a first round pick and ain't done squat in the league trying to uh, talk smack to a guy that's an all timer no. and probably will get into the hall of fame. I don't Steve, know. Steve Smith should make the hall of fame. I, I, I agree. I think he should. Make I, th the hall I of think fame. he should make the hall of fame. Are you freaking uh, kidding me? That, well, that dude, that dude was incredible and was a huge reason why the Panthers had the success. They had that run. 
Well, Tory Holt needs to get in too, but yeah, that's a different well, story as right. well. Right, that's but. fair. There's a couple of people that haven't gotten in that do, that, that do certainly deserve some gloss. But, but yeah, those, both of those guys, yeah. Steve Smith for sure. Uh, that that Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Patriots was a classic. But yeah, he. I don't was even remember who the, who the Panthers quarterback was. That, was that was that the Loam? At that point, who was the Panthers quarterback? We'd have to. We might have to look that Jake, up. Jake Jake Was it Delhomme? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so, when you make Jake Delhomme relevant, you uh, there you go. Good. Yeah, might as well be Bobby Abair back there, right? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> There's a throwback. <laughs> who was the guy that was like the 40 year old in Kansas City? Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg. Yep. Yeah. Steve I mean, DeBerg, man. You could have made him look good. By the way, and uh, you know what? We need to get Randy in here. And I, I, I found out a factoid, or at least it was dropped on a show, so I hope it's accurate. I hope it's accurate. But let's get Randy up in this piece, right? So, oh, giggity gals, what's up, brother? <laughs> yeah, not much. Just uh, kind of reeling from, uh, from this past weekend, but yet not so, not as much as I could be. Um, I've I kind of been waiting waiting patiently for a game like this to happen they were probably they were probably due for an l somewhere along the line well right here's the funny part is like you look at everything the uphill battle you Mm -hmm. get the league's number one defense mccaffrey goes out with an injury Debo Mm -hmm. goes out with an injury Mm -hmm. trent williams goes out with an injury for a little bit Mm -hmm. then he comes back only because he didn't want to put the pressure on Jalen no. Moore to have to block Miles Garrett. He uh, said Trent, Trent Williams is a, um, is a tough sucker, man. He'll try to play through just about anything. You know, you, you have 12 overall penalties on the team, some that were a bit mm. suspect. Gibson. And then uh, you still, and then yeah, Gibson Purdy and still Ward. drove him mm. down mm. to give him a shot to win the mm. game, and the damn rookie just missed the kick. Dude. As, a, you know, I mean, the Bills, the Bills miraculously got their ugly-ass win. You know, and quite frankly, the, if it hadn't been for some end of first half complete fuckery, uh, the Giants probably win that game, which is crazy to even say. Uh, and the Four Niners, you're right. They, for all the shenanigans, and you know, Purdy didn't have a great game. McCaffrey, obviously, with the oblique injury, you know, he kept the streak alive. By the way, I mean, 15 straight games with a touchdown, which is still amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And and please, you know, give Cleveland credit. Cleveland, by the way, has a historically good defense. Through, oh yeah, I mean that defense is legit. I, we'll see what happens with Watson, and I, I don't know if you can trust PJ Walker for that long. But um, that's a good squad. That is, you know, losing Nick Chubb was huge. This Watson injury seems to be lingering, but that's that's a hell of a defense, man, and it's going to keep him in games. And I did not realize this. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is now one in. I, th- I think I have this right. Is one in nine versus yeah, Jim, Jim a, a defense kind of has Kyle Shanahan's which, number. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. it, it goes back to two thousand eight. Really? Yes, Kyle Shanahan is one in nine versus a defense coached by Jim Schwartz. That's that, that. Wow, it's bananas. But that being said, that Gibson unnecessary roughness penalty that, that was, was tough, awful. right? And then that defensive hold on Ward was also pretty gross. But, you know, the the, the kicker, man, I, I feel for that kid, man. He had his family out there for that game, dude. I saw the picture of, like, all the people he had in the stands, and he wide rights that bad boy, man. And he missed the he, kick he, earlier in the game, too. So it's, it's just, like it really is one of those things where, yeah. you know, you, it you came know, down to – well, it wasn't even inches this time. He just – 
absolutely just missed the damn thing. But hey, you know who wouldn't have missed that damn field goal, Randy? Well, I mean, there's, are you talking about Robbie Gold? Yes, he would have mm. made. He would have made that. He would have made. Apparently, that. <laughs> what I didn't realize about the area is uh, even a Browns fan actually uh, posted on social media. It's like most kickers would have a tr- trouble making field goals this time of year in mm-hmm. Cleveland because of just the way the winds swirl in that area being near Lake Erie yeah, and how it just, the how it affects everything at that stadium. And I was like, sure. Well, I was nice of a guy of a Cleveland fan to just be like, yeah, you, yeah, you, we pretty much got lucky. And I was like, but no, the defense, their defense was amazing. Niners defense did everything it could, you know, despite the refs helping out here and there at times, um, obviously, uh, the they one did. Long it's okay to say it, Randy. The refs host them. It's okay to say it. And then, <laughs> you know, the one against Ward. I mean, it's kind of hard when the dude is out jumping you and mm-hmm. get has to do the toe tap to get his feet in. Like it's like there's just certain plays where the that ball just kept falling just right for Cleveland for this mm-hmm. game. That that Amari Cooper sideline catch was just I forget when it oh, was the game, but that thing God. was nasty. Chelsea. Oh. Oh, I think I think it's any other receiver other than Amari Cooper too. He's he's not catching it. Yeah, that was, that was a hell of a job. So you know you 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 give credit to Cleveland. It was an ugly game, and look, every team over the course of any given season, you're going to have ugly football games. Whether it's weather or it's just a defensive slugfest, whatever the case, man. You know you're going to have to win some ugly ones over the course of a season. You just are, yep. uh, and the 49ers did not. Injuries are part of that. Officiating is part of that. Weather's part of it. A rookie kicker's part of it. There's a lot of things. But there's a lot of lessons in that for them. Um, they also only had uh, 215 total yards of offense. That was actually the fewest under Shanahan in his entire time in San Francisco. That's 104, Brock, that's 104 games, by the way. Yeah, Brock Purdy so, looked awful that game. He had some rough moments. Again, at, you, you give credit to Cleveland and Cleveland's defense, uh, and Jim Schwartz did a hell of a job. Uh, that some Sometimes you just have these weird matchups that you don't necessarily anticipate going the way that they do. This is one of them, and I think uh, obviously them hammering the hell out of Dallas. Oh my god, that I know, Randy, what a weird pendulum swing, right? You get, you get them just lighting people up, and then you have this fugly-ass game. Well, but, and Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, because yeah. we watched the same uh, show. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's defense through five games has the third fewest yards given up in NFL history. Correct? I think so. Um, I, it was I, like a thousand two, and then yeah, the I don't. I didn't. I like didn't write the, the numbers purple down. People eaters. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about one. a. Yeah, I mean, what, what they're historically good, right? Yeah. And that's a, a credit to Miles Garrett. It's a credit to that staff. And it's always tough because we're like six games in, so you hate you know it's kind of hard to really fairly assess a lot of things six games in. Mm-hmm. But the reality is Cleveland has a good defense. I mean, it, however it falls historically, we'll know by the time the season's done. Uh, but they're legitimately good, so you're gonna have they're gonna be involved in some ugly sluggo kind of game. It's just what it is. And this this particular week, man, a couple of those things just didn't you know, breaking the 49ers favor. That's a tough L, but you know, that being said, I think occasionally not that losing is good per se, but I think every once in a while you need, you know, that, like that uppercut, you know, that football uppercut or that football body blow over the course of a season to recenter you and to recenter your team, a little humble Mm -hmm. pie, if you will. That's what a lot of people like to say, a little humble pie. Um, cause the 49ers have obviously been getting a ton of gloss. Brock Purdy's gotten a ton of gloss. 
Uh, we've certainly talked about him, and I think he's a great fit in that Shanahan offense, great fit for that team. I don't know how, you know, it, it's always tricky because how good is is somebody actually? I'm not going to say he's a system quarterback. He's just a quarterback that's in a good system for him, right? And he's still super young, right? It's not like Brock Purdy's been in the league eight years. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's still super young. So, yeah, and he was what the going into the season last year was third string. Mm-hmm. You know, Lance and uh, Garoppolo get hurt. He's thrown to the fire, and he's Produced. done well. Yeah, I mean, he's as a starter, he's ten and one. That's I mean, that, so that's like Roethlisberger territory. Yeah, yeah, at that yeah, point. yeah. Oh, yeah. Roethlisberger yeah. won what fourteen or fifteen games. His yeah, and and season. Roethlisberger was you know had his moments, but he was carried by a great team. Correct. I mean, it, it's just, you know, I mean, Brock Purdy is on a really freaking good football team. Yes. Uh, and Cleveland just, they, they just, they, they brought some lumber that game, man. And sometimes that's how those, those games go. Matchups. Turnovers, matchups, you know, you get punched in the mouth. But the, my only concern for San Francisco would be if the injury, if the injury bug hits them. That's mm-hmm. a different problem. So you hope that McCaffrey is okay. I know he hasn't mm-hmm. missed a game since he's been in San Francisco, so hopefully he's fine. Uh, Debo has been dinged up off and on, but hopefully he's okay. Yeah, I'd say they could call you know Terrell Owens, but you know somebody hit him with a car after a pickup basketball. He must have been talking a lot of trash for somebody to just, like hit him with a car. He got hit with a car? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, got yeah 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 got into some kind of like I don't know how much trash they were talking. You can look it up, man. It's a it's a really really weird story, man. With Terrell Owens in a pickup basketball game and some, Holy shit. I don't know. I you know it hit him in the leg, hurt his knee. I don't know how severe that is. I just saw some headlines and some blurbs, but they're not they're not calling him for any help. Uh, so get your popcorn ready. But that's my quarterback. Um, but I, I I certainly think San Francisco will be fine. I mean, look, here's the reality: most teams aren't going to go undefeated, right? You're going to lose. Not this day and age. No, you're going to lose. No, not at all. You, you can be a great team. You're still going to drop two to four games, right? either because it's just an off week or you you know maybe you have a fluke game or some turnovers go against you or whatever. So you're going to lose a couple of like huh kind of games over the course of a season. That's okay. You know, I mean I think of uh what was that thing like the Culligan Hey Culligan man, right? And I think in this case it's like Hey Mulligan man, you know? Um so San Fran will be fine. Uh, I feel good about them unless they ha- unless they get hammered by injuries. Then that's a different concern. Same thing with Philadelphia. I mean, great for the Jets, but you know, Philly, Philly is going to be fine. I don't I don't know that I don't believe they're as good as they were last year. To be fair, but Philly will be fine. San Francisco will be fine again unless injuries take them out. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy, uh, I, I would I would guess that you think they'll have a decent bounce back against the Vikings on is it Monday Night Football? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Primetime I mean, Kirk I Cousins. Would, primetime I mean, I'd Kirk like Cousins. To think so, but yeah. it's also it's not like the Vikings have a horrible defense. They really don't. It's just which Kirk Cousins do you get? And considering it's prime time, it's Cousins, prime time. You, know, you damn well like, know what Kirk Cousins you're going to get. Is this fine. a question? <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> You know, it is what it is, and I, hey, it's not. It's not. You trying to squeeze an engine on me somewhere? Huh? True story. <laughs> prime time, Kirk Cousins, baby. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? 
pretty uh, easily, apparently. Primetime Kirk Cousins. That's how you. That's how oh, you. He, he does that very yeah. well. Yeah. You, you know, honestly, McGuffin, we should have you do a primetime Kirk Cousins Bulls intro. That's really what we ought to hey, have. Hey, you got you. You know what? Let me let me work on that one for a little All right. bit. You were. I'm telling Prime, you. I'm, I'm I'm giving you the warning. I th- I think we need. I think that needs to happen. You want that tonight, or you? Want uh, no, that next no, week? it doesn't have to be tonight. I mean, we we might get hit with some kind of passion bucket moment somewhere over the course of the evening. I'm sure we'll have right. something we can bulls intro. Let me a- let me do some the research. By so, the way, I know that you had brought up, you know, uh, Philly being okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the the next the next couple months for them is not exactly a cakewalk. No, no. No, they're going to get the tested. Dolphins, then the Commanders, then the Cowboys, then the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, and then the Cowboys again. Yeah, they, they've got some tough sledding. And you're right. They got some tough sledding in front of them. But think about the things that happened in that game against the Jets. Number one, first of all, give credit to the Jets for winning that game, right? Um, that they, There's a hell of a defensive effort. And look, Jake Elliott missed a 37-yard field goal. I mean, how often is that going to happen, right? Uh, how often are they going to have Jalen Hurts? This is one thing I will say I don't understand, though, right? What are what do you feel like the Eagles are really fantastic at? Run, running, the football? running the damn ball, right? They led a huge part of that game. What were they not doing late in that game? Running the ball. Right. So here you go. Hurts, he, he finished with three three picks. They, they weren't all his fault. Some of them were, <laughs> okay. The Eagles had four turnovers. It's hard to win doing that. But Jalen Hurts threw the ball 45 times. That's the second most in a game in his career. Hurts is 0-3 when he throws the ball 40-plus times. He has more interceptions this year through week six than he had all of last season. Well, he might be throwing it a lot uh, against the Dolphins because I have a feeling that's going to be a freaking foot race, that's, dude. That, that's going to be a track It could meet. be. Well, it, it, if they get down to him, they got a different problem. Because you know it's going to be like two is just going to be looking for Tyreek a lot, Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle a lot, dumping it off to Mostert so, and watching him just take off. I mean, that team is just pure speed. I know. I, I hear you. And that, that should be – hopefully that's a great, great Sunday night football game. Actually made that the game, uh, the game of the week at work. Um, couldn't say no to that one. That was just easy. Talked about this, and plenty of people have, have said similar things where they don't, they don't feel like they did last year. I don't know if they're going to get there, but they're still capable, right? They're still a, a a very good team. I don't know that their ceiling is the roof, as Shannon might say, but you, again, you give credit to the Jets. But I just don't understand why they didn't just. Do what they do best, which is run the effing ball. And I know the Jets have a good defense. I get it. And they were down their top three corners. I hear you. But I give credit to the Jets. But I'm going to fault Philadelphia. Second half, they had six drives, zero points, one missed field goal, and two turnovers. Nope. Uh, I will <laughs> I will say, give the Jets defense some credit, man. Uh, against the Chiefs. The Eagles and the Bills, they've allowed three touchdowns and gotten eight interceptions. Not shabby. Not bad. No, it, Not it's, bad. it's funny when you think about, you know, exactly what Robert, Robert Sala said about mm-hmm. that defense. He's like, you know, we faced three of the premier quarterbacks in the league and we've embarrassed them all. And mm-hmm. when you look at that stat line, you're like, 
damn, they really have. Now, he walked that back a little bit. But you know what but, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I don't have any, you know, you think about what they were up against losing Rodgers in week one and what they were up against and what that, that team knew they were up against. So to steal the victory against the Bills and then to do the other things that they've done is a credit to them because that's hard. And Zach Wilson has had some really ugly moments. There was a meme floating around that uh, had his stats since playing the Chiefs. And, uh, like, they had uh, Travis Kelsey looking up at, at Taylor Swift. And they had Zach Wilson looking up at Travis Kelsey's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they had his stats since, since that. Because that was always the joke, you know, oh, Mr. Milf or the Milf Missile. And I thought it was hilarious. And he has been better since that game. Uh, and uh, look, man, I know this. He is really a, has. He has. And I know this is a topic jump. And I will say, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be very aggressive trying to get back on field. I don't know that Jets fans should hang their, you know, hang their hat on, on that, on that hope, <laughs> uh, for him to somehow come back in the regular season. That would no. be a tremendous recovery. Uh, he's not a running back, so maybe he doesn't need as long as, was it Cam Akers? That tour that had the Achilles injury and then uh, uh, made it back for the Super Bowl for the Rams. It was one of the running yeah, backs, was. I think. I, yeah, I just, it was, was it Cam Akers? It was one of their guys. Um, so it, it's certainly doable. in the preseason, he was back for the Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah, so it's certainly doable in that context. I'm just hard pressed to think that it's going to happen. Now, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but it was good to see him out there throwing footballs. But I, I think. One of the things that's really important, and they obviously had some stories talking about his presence and how important that is. I think his presence on the sideline, one of the things that he can do for Zach Wilson is he can say, hey, you know, if you see the defense doing this or, you know, these kind of things, this is where you want to go. He can talk to the receivers. Look, if you don't like Aaron Rodgers, the person, that's fine. If you if if you think, you know, you think he's overrated as a quarterback, that that's, that's your deal. That's fine. But do understand that, that that's a smart dude, and he has a great feel for a whole bunch of things when it comes to the line, to wide receivers, to placement, to reading. De- he just does. So he can give insights to Zach Wilson that are really important. And being there, being on the sideline, being on the field, and being able to help him is a plus. And you're not, you know, you're not gonna, we're not gonna see elite quarterback play out of Zach Wilson. But if you can at least get competent quarterback play out of Zach Wilson, right? That defense is good enough that they can kind of just hang in there. I mean, it's not like they have to worry about the Patriots going on a midseason run here. No. <laughs> I mean, this is how you can tell that you know Rodgers is all in as a Jet because mm-hmm. you know you see him doing the offseason workouts and working with the receivers and now he's now that he's able to he's on the sidelines working with Wilson trying to get coach him up and get him more prepared for games and things like that mm-hmm. in Green Bay near the end it, it it really just wasn't there for him you could tell he had checked out and he was ready to go yeah i, I Matt and I've had countless discussions about this and i really think there was some personality conflict with the floor i mean obviously he had some beef with the front office which you know maybe you guys do or do not remember but Favre had some grievances with the front office as well uh, cuz they had an opportunity they could have paired Randy Moss with Brett Favre like Way early. Way early. I mean, my God, would that that would have? I'm biased, obviously, but prime Randy Moss and prime Brett Favre, close enough to his prime Brett Favre, would have been in freaking insane. And they wouldn't spend the money. They wouldn't do it. 
And it was there. It was there for the taking. And it would have been absolutely ridiculous. So Favre had some grievances with some of the front office. And he had his own baggage with the retirement, not retirement. He had his own baggage with stuff, too, for sure. But, you know, I, I, I'm still not super confident in Matt LaFleur. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers covered up a lot for LaFleur. You know, having a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, and this is obviously an issue, and we'll spend some time talking about New England as well, but uh, Shannon Sharp had a comment over the past couple of weeks talking about Tom Brady and New England and Bill Belichick, and he said something, I've got a paraphrase, I don't have the, the video, but something about, um, you know, he needed to give Tom Brady more credit than, he, than he's given him before because Brady was like the greatest eraser in NFL history because he could erase all of these mistakes whether it was in-game stuff or personnel decisions, right? And your your elite-level quarterbacks, which we've talked about as elevating teams, Brady was one of those, right? And so if the line wasn't up to snuff or the defense couldn't carry the water or you know they didn't have excuse me, good enough wide receivers, Brady could erase some of those personal mistakes and erase some of those issues. And that was Shannon Sharp's point. And I think that... Um, Rodgers erased a lot of mistakes. You get, don't forget, man, there was a point where LaFleur like, didn't want Rodgers to call audibles in that offense. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's like asking, hey, Peyton Manning, don't call an audible, dude. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, and I, I, and I don't know if you guys remember that as a storyline or as a thing, but that was a thing when LaFleur first got hired there. So I, I think LaFleur got a lot of credit for what that team accomplished in part because he had a, a Hall of Fame quarterback that erased some of his mistakes. But I don't think that was a healthy situation. So obviously they draft Jordan Love, Rodgers is gone. It's what it is. But I feel like LaFleur's been exposed. And I, this is a big year, and I'm very much worried about Green Bay and Jordan Love and LaFleur. And their slow starts in a lot of these games are a concern to me. Because they've got better talent, and they're very—I think Green Bay is the youngest team in the NFL, which is weird. But I think they're the youngest team in the NFL, and that they've got their work cut out for them. But they have looked abjectly horrible in a lot of weeks to start games, and it's a tough way to go. So, you know, Rodgers covers up for a lot of lot of mistakes, but I think him being there on the sideline is very beneficial for Zach Wilson. And again, I know we're topic jumping a lot here. So I'm glad to see him on the sideline. I think that does help. I just, I don't know. I think it's a lot to think that he'll be back at some point for him to realistically play in the regular season. Maybe if they can somehow be a wild card team, maybe. But even that feels like so crazy optimistic for an Achilles injury. That it would, I mean, that feels like it's a Hollywood movie kind of I, deal. I don't you even know what know I mean? If I'm the Jets, I would even risk that. Ah, yeah, and and that's fair. Because like, the chemistry at that point, if you make the playoffs, mm -hmm. look, we know Rodgers is a Hall of Famer, but why? If you if you get to the playoffs, playoffs, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Jim Mora in my head, but if you get to the playoffs at that point, why are you risking the chemistry? It's it, Bro, you know, it, this is, are you telling me? To, are you telling me Major League Baseball playoffs later? Like, yeah, you telling me you're sticking you're with Zach going, Wilson, bro? Why change it up? Zach Wilson, baby. It's still real to me, damn it. Damn, McGuffin. That is bold, bro. Well, I ain't saying he's making it, but I'm just no, saying I, I if. If. Ooh. 
ifs yeah. and nuts or <laughs> ifs and buts were I and nuts. That kind of if. Yeah. yeah if. That, that's a big if. That's a big if. We'll see. That's what she said. Yeah. Woo. Hey now. Hey. <laughs> I did want to say it's it's a shame that Mark's not here, but I know he's off celebrating the Las Vegas Aces back to back WNBA championship. <laughs> oh, good so uh, you know. <laughs> By the way, I actually legit watched the end of that game. Shannon, did you see the end of that? I didn't. I didn't even know it was on. Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's harsh. Um, all right, so first of all, credit to the Las Vegas Aces, first back-to-back champions in the WNBA in like 20-ish years. Um, but I watched the end of that game, and I was like, the Liberty had a crack. It was like, it was uh, the Aces, it was 70-69, to 69, and they had a decent amount of time, and they called a timeout to get themselves set up, and it was it was just it was just an ugly end, man. Uh, you, you'd have to watch the replay to, to just be like, Really? That's the best y'all could do? I mean, I'm just like, oh. So, in between a pass, maybe trying to draw a foul. And it's just a big whiffer on the last shot. Like, Vander Sloot, I think, was uh, as the lady's, as, as the player's name that missed airballed out. It was just, I don't know, man. It was a really, <laughs> it was a really sloppy end sequence. Uh, credit to the Aces, but... I don't know, man. That that that's tough. Couple of passes, air balls, one player ball on the arc, and then uh, that could have just. I I really think drawn a foul if she had gone up for the shot instead of passing it off to, uh, you know, Vandersloot. I think is who it was that that air balled the last shot. But I don't know. So Mark, have fun celebrating. Don't burn a couch. Um, don't eat any horse shit. Um, try not to try not to climb any poles. I know you can see better now with your Elton John glasses. So. You know, it's it's fitting that you're rooting for the Las Vegas Aces. So enjoy the enjoy the evening, sir. <laughs> and <laughs> since you gave me a couple of quote unquote air balls, Justin, you owe me one. Well, I, I, I'm gonna play Tiny Dancer for Mark, and then quite frankly, I guess we can drop balls on top of Tiny Dancers. You oh, said no. balls. <laughs> that also feels very Vegas. <laughs> You're oh, not wrong. No, no, <laughs> not wrong. You pay double for that action. Con. Yeah, I saw some. There was some <laughs> random meme floating to my feed. I think it said, "What's you know, cats and like strippers? What's the similarity? That they'll both sit in your lap, but you can't touch them." <laughs> <laughs> I yes, laughed. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed. It was so dumb, but I was like, accurate. <laughs> Let's say, yeah, uh, no lies detected. No, no, no lies. No detected. lies detected, man. No lies detected. So, by the way, since yeah. you just mentioned Vandersloot, did y'all hear this week that the uh, the whole Natalie Holloway? Yeah, thing, yeah, the, the, yeah. Guy, that Vandersloot finally. Yeah, um, that, dude, that dude's taking a plea deal. He admitted to the murder. Confessed. Um, yeah. yeah, he confessed, man. F that guy. Um, Piece of shit. Dude. Somebody posted in my feed. I don't wish for a man's death, but, uh, and it was, I think it was a quote from somebody else, but they co-opted it for, uh, a Vandersloot gut that, that dickhead, but it was like, I, you know, I don't wish for a man's death, but, uh, I will gleefully read, uh, that dude's obituary. What a piece and I was of like, shit. Woo, that's, that's a hell of a statement, man. Yeah. F that guy, man. All the stuff that that woman went through and what her parents and family went through. Screw that guy, man. She's not the only one. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's already serving a sentence for another murder. I know. I know. That's just tragic. Absolutely tragic, man. 
All right. Uh, let me let me ask you this. Um, we do. <laughs> I don't. We'll see how the timeline goes. I'm sure we'll run out of time as we always do to get to the things that we really want to get to, and that's okay. That's life. We'll have what? some beers, make fun of some stuff, and and see where this takes us. But we talked about the Eagles, the Jets. We talked about the 49ers and the Browns. We ha- we haven't talked a lot about the Bills and the Giants, but it was just a weird weekend, dude. I don't know how much. The, obviously, we had Friday the thirteenth. Um, but maybe, it, it, maybe that's what played into it. I, I don't know. It was a strange weekend. There were a lot of low scoring games. You give credit to the defense, but I mean, Chiefs Broncos was ugly. Um, that was a nice 19- Colorado blew a twenty nine point lead at yes! the half. Colorado was off. You know, uh, uh, showing watches and advertising stuff on Instagram, whatever they were doing. While and, the game was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know that Shador Sanders himself was doing it. Maybe someone who ever runs his account. But obviously, that, that got a lot of criticism, got a lot of flack. Uh, what was Stanford before that? One and four? You can't, no, they were O. Oh, they, they were O they and four? They had won a game. You, you, can't, you can't give up a 29-point lead. A 29, you know what I mean? Like a 29-point lead to a winless, a winless team. What a strange, what a strange Strange, strange, strange weekend of football. Uh, Dion had a pretty short but sweet kind of like locker room, like <laughs> peace out kind of thing with his team. And, and they deserved it. They, I think he wrapped it up by saying, practice tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and I laughed. But they need it. You know, it's been a fun story. People have obviously overvalued a lot of stuff with them. Um, but that is that is an epic that's an epic collapse. That's an all-time Dude, collapse. Yeah. That's a disastrous collapse. It was on their home field. Yeah, I, you... I I just don't know. Like, and at the, the game you... last week was on the Pac-12 network, which I don't have, so I couldn't record it. So it's the first Colorado game I couldn't watch this season, and I just completely forgot to record this game. So like, when I when I saw the halftime score, I was like. Oh, this is over, dude. It's over. And I wake up the next morning, I'm like, what? What the hell? Yeah. Like, what the hell? I don't know, bro. Garbage. Straight trash, homie. Straight trash, straight, homie. Straight I trash, mean, homie. Straight, I, I, straight I trash. I don't know. Like, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. I don't know what happened. I can't even comment on it, but I'm just like, how? <laughs> yes. How yeah. do you blow a twenty-nine point lead in college football? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Man, Stan- I mean, you got Stan- Travis Hunter Dude, back. Stanford had a wide receiver out there looking like DJ Moore against Washington. Bro, I was that like, dude balled out. Yeah, credit to him. Credit to him. I mean, Chicago had the damn ghost of Dick Buckus out there fucking him up on Thursday Night Football. Right. I, I don't know what I don't know what Colorado's thing is, but Stanford, come on, man, come on, man. I mean, I, I guess they smoked trees in the first half and tree <laughs> might back in the second half. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were smoking trees at, at, at halftime. Yeah, that probably explains it. Yeah, or, or they finally you kicked in. I don't know. Out, man. I mean, <laughs> give me my goddamn chain. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my goddamn money. Oh lord, that's great. What a di- what a, just what a disaster. Just what it's a- Friday. We ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Mm mm. Just that's awful. 
Dude, I, I just I, I don't get that. I mean, like your son's a really good quarterback. He put up twenty nine the first half. How how do you not put a fifty burger on the trees? All right, so the Stanford trees. I, well, I don't get it. it look, it, it, it's like the Eagles, man. Run, run a damn ball or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> something else burns the, the clock. clock. I mean, it's it's fine, man. And the Pac-12, by the way, the Pac-12 has a rule: you gotta you're, you gotta win six games to be bowl eligible. So, and uh, look, I know the Pac-12 is going away, so I don't know if this rule still applies this year. Um, and they do have five teams of five and one. Well, Colorado ain't one of them, no. so they got some work to do to get the six to get the six wins. They should be five and two at this point, but they're four and three. Yeah. So, like the Oregon and USC losses, I get. Like those teams are legit, bro. Much better, at least, than Colorado. But that Stanford loss, dude. That that's that is so brutal. That's painful. That's painful. It's, it's painful. And go ahead. Look, I I appreciate that Dion was a guy that flashed a lot of stuff, but like. You know, Shador trying to do the watch thing on the road at the Arizona kids. Like, nah, dude, come on, man. Nah, come nah. on, dude. Shannon, I got a question for you. All right. All right. So Washington beats Oregon. First ever meeting with both of those ranked in the top 10. Yep. And uh, big Penix injury, uh, injury, big Penix energy out of Washington, by the way. But is it me or is like Oregon allergic to close range field goals? I mean, they're going like the Brandon Staley method here. Like, yeah, and, and that's funny. I was actually going to bring that up because at the end of the first half, they had a chance to kick a field goal. Score was 22-18 Washington, mm-hmm. and I believe it was four or five seconds left. And instead of just kicking the field goal to go down 22-21, which they, honestly was a gimme. Weren't they getting the ball to begin the second kicker. half? It, it was a gimme. Well, I'm just saying, right? weren't, weren't they also getting the ball to start the second half? Correct. Back-to-back possession. Dude, take the points. Take the, take, po- the like, take the three. It, it just kills me because the first half, get all the points you can, go in at halftime and figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. It's 22-18. Kick the field goal. You get the ball to start the second half. You score anything and you got the lead. Just take the points. Take the points. Like, but but the don't analytics said the Would analytics you? said we got to do this instead. I don't care what the analytics say. Trust me, that get, I mean I'm I'm all about doing the smart play rather than going. What are the percentages? This should this is what we should do because that's that is straight up that's the Look, Chargers method of playing football. I'm just saying if no, that if and, that and asshole Staley, I like I, I'm looking at an article that say he's aged so much in two years. Like no shit, quit looking at the analytics, dude. Kick a fucking field goal, dude. He just needs to have Chat GPT in his headset. Just at just oh, go ahead and talk. Right, just go ahead and do that. Thank you, Rand. Yeah, but like, yeah. and I'm. You know, and I watched, I recorded that game and I I watched that whole sequence and I'm just sitting there like, just kick the field goal, dude. Mm-hmm. Just just take the points. It, it's you, the you're down one. If you punt the ball and they get a touchdown, guess what? You're still down one possession. But if you get the ball and you score, guess what? You're in the lead. Yep. I and I get college kickers. I understand I it. Can't trust them. But what it, you know, it it it's different when you're asking, you're trusting, a, or you're hoping a college kicker hit, ask, trust, hope, wish in one hand, crap in the other. See which one fills up first. 
The right? life of a college kicker. Um, so it's it's at like but your goal to go versus but, yeah at the end of the game where he's kicking a forty plus yard field goal and it's and, like come and on. Hey, you know what? Like, Maybe if you had kicked some of these field goals earlier in the game, they'd be better late game anyway. Exactly. Just saying. Uh, wow, so. taking the points. What a novel idea. Who knew? Who knew? Shock. Who knew? Also, by the way, kudos to Notre Dame, by the way, for uh, dropping a bag of just dropping Humble a humble pie on uh, Caleb Williams in yes. USC. Yes. Talk. I, look, I don't know if that story is true. There's a whole bunch of stuff floating around on social media and all these little like Daily Star kind of story talking about, you know, these rumors that Caleb Williams, you know, agents or whatever saying he wants a piece of ownership from whatever NFL team or NFL franchise they're asking. And first of all, FOH, nobody, nobody, no nope. team, nobody is going to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's give you a piece of uh, an ownership stake. First of all, against the CBA, man, you got complications. It's not happening. Um, but you haven't even – you, dude, you're a college player, man. Make all the NL, NIL money you want. By all means, do it. But you can't roll. You can't roll up to the NFL and be like, "Man, if you draft me, I want an ownership cut." Nah, dog. That's it, it's not happening, dude. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding no. me? No, no. I mean, no. bro. No. Yeah, you can I mean, look. If, if you want to play in the XFL, you could probably leverage that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to go? They probably need that money. <laughs> they probably XFL. Do. Yeah, USFL, whatever leagues just the ex USFL or USF X, whatever the hell that merged the box, whatever that fucking merger was. Yeah, you know, but no, and again, I don't know that that story is a hundred percent confirmed, but there's been a lot of traction this week about that floating through the ether, and um, I I hope that's not true, or I hope it's just a leverage game where they're trying to, I don't know. Feather make, the nest, make Caleb look bad, or, yeah. or yeah, maybe it's just a bunch of BS. Um, because it's one thing, and we had kind of this side conversation in one of the group chats uh, about like you know Eli Manning when he, you know, when John Elway did this too. And there are times when players don't want or essentially refuse to go to whatever franchise has like the one pick they don't they don't want to go there, um, and they get they get crucified for it. I mean, we gave Eli a ton of crap um, for basically forcing his way out of San Diego. You know, now now L.A., but, I mean, the, getting away from the Chargers. And people forget that. You know, and Elway did it too. You know, it, it does happen. So, there, you know, these players have some degree of leverage. And I guess you could say, well, I'm going to refuse to play for you. That's one thing. Saying I want a piece of ownership, that's a whole different level, man. That's laughable. And again, I'm not saying he actually said that. His rep said that. I don't know. That's just the story, and that is so ludicrous. And if if that's actually something that's percolating in that dude's head, oh uh, man, he's there are going to be some people that are just ready and waiting to take some extra shots on him. <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be some serious welcome to the NFL moments. That was, however, back to the game itself. Kudos to Notre Dame. They took down uh, USC 48-20, to which seems crazy to me. And that was Williams' first game with uh, three interceptions. He had three interceptions in the first half, by the way. Uh, so that was nuts. Also, uh, dude, I will say quick kudos uh, to UNC and Tez Walker. Uh, you can absolutely see why uh, they fought so hard to get that dude eligible. Tez Walker, yeah. baby. Drake May, dropping dimes. Tez Walker, UNC, if that defense is can hold up, man, UNC is going to be a problem for some people. Well, UNC Florida State, uh, when that matchup happens, 
that that that's going to be for the ACC. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't remind me of those those two. Really, I don't, I don't need. Sorry, to Randy, you're having flashbacks from the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that that's making me twitch. That, that's, I, I mean, it, I knew we weren't winning those games. I I, I knew we weren't. I just. I expected to show up a little bit more than forty-one to three against Florida State. But, Whoa. Whoa. You know, it's uh, it it is what it is. I I knew uh, once we got past Clemson, it was going to be uh, tough sailing. Hopefully, this next week everybody's healthy and we kind of have a get-right game and get one step closer to bowl eligibility, and I'll be happy. There you go. All right, I'm looking up to see if Florida State and. Uh, North Carolina are meeting up in the season, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing that North Carolina does not have Florida State on the schedule. Mm-hmm. So, if both of those teams were to run the table mm-hmm. and be undefeated, they would meet in the ACC championship, mm. uh, which uh, it is very likely. Um, looking at the schedules, of course, nothing. It, it's the college game; you never know. No, you never know. Um, but I'm looking at Florida State schedule. I, I don't see a loss. That doesn't mean it won't happen. Mm-hmm. And and looking at North Carolina, I mean both of them are doable. But as we know, it, it's a week to week deal, and it's college. And you know if you know you pull a Michigan versus Appalachian State, then you know <laughs> the season's gone. But you could potentially have an ACC championship with two undefeated teams, which for that league that has, let, let's be honest, between the Big Ten and the SEC really kind of, and the Big 12 kind of building, that would be huge for the ACC. Well, there's a couple of things that would be really funny to me this year. Number one would be like the Pac-12 and it's like dying gasps as a conference. If it- if like they're legit and like you know they run they, they make a run right and then right. the other thing would be the ACC that people like to pile on right if it, I, how great would it be if the national championship game was a Pac-12 team and an ACC team oh that would be phenomenal it would be so it funny. would be the biggest middle finger uh-huh. in the history of middle fingers to the powers that be in college football yeah, it, 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 look, it would be amazing it would be hilarious and maybe Dabo would uh, go ahead and be like all right transfer portal time just saying I mean I mean between the transfer portal teams trying to position themselves mm -hmm. in different conferences and God bless uh, the the Missouri coach who brought up the the travel team issues of the sports who don't make all the money well over the summer honestly Shannon and this is a topic jump, and I'm sorry, but I did want to say, like, at some point, we needed to have a conversation. We never got to it. But one of the things I wanted to say to you is I really believe that in the college model, that football should be split off and that your conferences should exist uh, as they are so that you don't have – you can still have regional conferences. Obviously, the Pac-12 is going to die, right? I get that. Right. But – if you split football off into its own thing, right, you can preserve all the other sports. And I know that sounds weird, but I think I think that's where we're going to get to anyway. Mm-hmm. So instead of asking, you know, teams to travel all the way across the country for, I don't know, canoeing and, you know, lacrosse and 
uh, flag football since it's going to be an Olympic sport. What kind of crap is that? Flag football is a fucking Olympic sport. So Fuck weird to me. And we're going to try to kill baseball or boxing, but you know what? Flag football, come on down. Um, it's just strange. Yeah, Jamaicans are going to win that one. Yeah, the Jamaican bobsled team and, and the Jamaican flag football squad on point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Usain Bolt will come out for some flag football. Um, I mean, just saying. but They're they going to play, play off the line of scrimmage. He's going to catch it, make a move, and go. But, but at some point, doesn't it become more realistic to say – Football needs to be split off from some of the regular conference activities. You know what I mean? And it's almost like you're an ACC member, but football is organized and structured differently because of the Mm -hmm. contracts, because of the money, because of the travel, because of whatever. You know, the NCAA is already a joke outside of, I don't know, cream cheese bagel enforcement. Um, They're really largely a joke. But why, why do you have to destroy everything else for football? Instead of destroying everything else for football, you know what I mean? Split football off as it probably just should be. It's the big revenue generator. I mean, it, it, look, we don't we don't need to kid ourselves. Football is the revenue generator. Okay, right. I, I, look, I'm, I'm not trying to bash. I don't know women's field hockey, but you know nobody's tuning in to ESPN and paying a bunch of money going. God, man, I got to stream that crap, right? And they're just not. No, you know, I, I I mean, I watch a little bit of college baseball. That's not a revenue driver. I, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've certainly I love I love the Olympics, so it, I've certainly seen some college rowing over the years. But it, how many people are like, oh, I can't wait to see that? And outside of that, uh, I don't even know her name. That LSU gymnast that apparently tons of people are obsessed with, right? I can't think of it. She was on the SI cover with uh, LSU basketball player, and I can't think of either one of their names. Angel Reese is the uh, Angel basketball Reese player. That's a basketball player. Because uh, she just signed the Reebok contract yeah. uh, that Shaq and I, Allen Iverson yeah. took care of. Um, uh, but it, it's a blonde TikTok, whatever. She can't go to class. I, I mean, she's, yeah, it, she's very I pretty, but I, I, I can't. I, I've seen yeah. her face before. Can't she's, think of her name. She's a pretty lady. She's yeah. a pretty girl. But I mean, again, Olivia like, Dunn. Olivia Dunn. There you go. Olivia Dunn, who's probably killing it on social media. I'm sure. And, and that's cool. Good, great right. for her. Uh, yes. But I'm just saying, um, like, you know, most people don't care about a lot of these other sports. Mm-hmm. There's a revenue component. Getting back to my central point is I would just rather see football split off. If you want to make some kind of like, you know, college football conference or whatever, they're associated with their home conference, but it's just structured and organized differently. I'd even I'd even take relegation. There's all kinds of great things you could do, but I think it's punitive to screw all the other sports in the name of football. I think basically you just take football and go, you know what? The reality is football pays for virtually everything else we do. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep the ACC and the, and the big 10 and you know, the big East Let, let's, let's preserve some of these regional rivalries, regional travel. It's better for the students. Let's, let's turn, let's split football off into what it arguably should be at this point, And that's beyond conferences. I think Notre Dame, arguably has it right in the extent that, and I know a lot of people hate the fact that they're independent, but I think realistically, I think realistically for football, right? Notre Dame has a model that makes sense. They're ace. You know what I'm saying? Like they're ACC and everything, but they're a football independent. And so to me, go ahead and make football independent of the conferences. So you can keep the conferences intact and you have your own separate contracts for that stuff. I think that would 
Yeah, I think that that would make. Thank a, you. Yeah, I think that would make a ton of sense. It would be way better than destroying the Pac-12 and destroying or attempting to destroy the ACC. You know, I I don't know, man. And Randy, I know, and maybe this is more relevant for you, Shannon. But I think about what the Big East used to be in basketball, and that conference got oh yeah uh, that that was you know hands got, down for me in the early two thousand. I mean, yes. you think about the early two thousands and the Big East tournament, mm-hmm. dude. You think about that so six good. overtime game between Syracuse and UConn, and just those guys just night after night in Madison Square Garden, the brightest lights, mm-hmm. just getting after it. And you're in the, this whole just money grab, just destroying that. Well, yeah, they they basically murdered the Big East, and it's sort of coming back. But football essentially murdered the Big East. Why? Did that work out for, I don't know, pick your team. Does anybody give a crap about Rutgers? Does anybody give a crap about St. John's basketball? No. Oh, excuse me, football? No. 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 Like, like, I, don't even, I don't even know what Rutgers is part of. I don't know why Rutgers popped into my head, only because they're in the Northeast. But hey, Greg Sheon, they had a good yeah, comeback like, win, I think, against Michigan State recently. Why, why did you have to murder the Big East? For like that was the best basketball tournament, yeah, and, and, and you're right. Like this has been an argument by a lot, and you made it just so well. Um, yeah. Yeah, just it, do the football split. Split fo- treat football as independent. Or just yes, just treat it. Let let the the money handle a lot of other sports. Stay where you are in the other conferences, mm-hmm. and. God, that Biggie's tournament. I mean, I, I, I just God, think you, you just preserve. brought a fire in me. Just, I mean, look the the, the Biggie's tournament. Yes. I mean, you you think of uh, what was the guy uh, Kimball Walker mm-hmm. in twenty eleven in, in that Biggie's tournament, five That's games in five days, and him just breaking dudes' ankles, hitting like buzzer beaters, and just for five days, that dude just balled his fucking ass off just to get them into the tournament and not only did they win the big east that motherfucker led them to a national championship i i know i'm aware you know? i'm aware and it's like <laughs> the big east tournament uh, you know before all this shit went down to me was as good or better than the ncaa tournament just that conference. Some of the, con- I mean, I, I think it's reasonable to assert that some of the conference tournaments are as entertaining, if not more so, than part of March Madness. But they are, they are a branch of March Madness, and the Correct. Big East was special. And what I would say is this: as somebody that is an ACC country that has an attachment to Duke basketball, I'm obviously biased. But you know what? I don't want to lose is Duke UNC. For as much as I hate the fact that UNC stuck a knife in Coach K's back to end his career, you know what I don't want to lose? Duke UNC. Yep. You know what I mean? That's ACC basketball. So I think that you can you you can have like some conference games or whatever, but I think you can protect the conferences, the regional sports, regional rivalries. And if, if some teams are going to move around, I, I, I get that. You know, it's like Maryland leaving ACC, like whatever. Screw y'all, stupid terps. Um, but <laughs> uh, fear the turtle. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
crap and turtle, snap and turtle, whatever. But you're going to have some movement anyway. But I, I just think we're at a point now where you look at the landscape. I would rather not destroy all of college sports for solely football when really the driver of it is football. So you know what? Split football off. Yeah, there's there's enough money to be made. There's enough ways to do it. Get creative. All the all the entertainment executives, sports executives, all these smart ass people, and you can't figure this out. But you want to argue about cream cheese on a bagel? Fuck out of here, man. Split Thank football you. off. Make them independent. Stop punishing every other sport under the sun because y'all just can't stick your hands in enough pockets to make enough money. I mean, can you imagine like lacrosse players on like a Tuesday have to fly no, from dumb. It's freaking Los Angeles to freaking Ann Arbor, Michigan if it's, for a matchup. If it's like, a, if and it, they have to do their classes. No, if it's about student athletes, don't screw all the other student athletes because of football. Fuck I, and and I love here. I love football, right? I love you know I'm more of a pro guy than a college guy, right? You know I'm, I won't hide that fact. I'm more, more much more of an NFL dude than a college football dude, but college football is an institution and it is huge and there are so many diehards and I just, you can preserve traditional regional rivalries and still split it off from all the other. It's all doable. There's enough Mm -hmm. smart people and enough money to be made. Figure it, figure it out y'all. And if you need, if you need more suggestions from, you know, late night sports brew drink sessions, we are happy to, (laughs) we are happy to drink beers and mixed drinks and, and help. We can do it. We can do it. All right, look, we need uh, we, we need, need refills. We do need refills, and I need a bathroom break. And it's twelve thirty-five, so this is a good time to take a break and then come back and then try to pound out a, a finale. And then uh, that's what she said. Yeah. Hey yo. Hey yo. And move on. Move on to the other things. And we haven't even really gotten to baseball yet. This is and crazy. you owe me balls, dude. You never drop the ball. Um, Yikes. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. I checked with Brandon's daily, and the analytics say no. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost, so drop the balls. <laughs> wow. We are getting now, older. So, not only do you, you want know, balls, you, balls, you want balls to drop. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> you said That's the pumpkin spice balls. <laughs> yeah, look for the pumpkin spice. You'll find the white women. That's true. I also I always love the, this time of year. The other meme that seems to crop back up is the one where it has like uh, all the all the pumpkin spice kind of like uh this is terrible but like the the proverbial pumpkin spice white girl and it, it always it shows up and they always make like a han solo reference because they're wearing like yes. the leather boots <laughs> i always laugh man i always think it's so funny i'll have to see if i can dig one of those up but um uh hey let's have some final thoughts on the college football thing and then let's wrap up segment one and then we'll come back we have a couple of other nfl games that we should get to there's a couple we can just let go uh, and then we ought to talk a little bit about baseball and then maybe have some fun and just shut it down. Uh, but if you have any wrap-up thoughts for what we've done so far, and we have to talk a little bit about Bills and Giants, for sure. You're spot on about college sports, bro. Uh, and I've thought this from the beginning. I think a lot of common sense, sensible people have thought about this from the beginning. The fact that these universities, these whoever in charge have not had the balls to just simply say, Hey, let's keep football separate. Think of Notre Dame all these years that, I mean, even in the freaking COVID year, Notre Dame was like, Oh, we'll be an ACC team this year. Mm -hmm. So we can make some money. Mm -hmm. 
And then when COVID, you know, is quote unquote gone, Notre Dame's like, oh, we're independent. You know, it's like, come on, guys. Look, bro, I can't wait to see Stanford UVA. I'm so stoked. Oh, I can't wait for that debate. I, I really can't. The, the Dude, debate on that on that, Randy, that matchup. Stanford be Syracuse awesome. is going to be straight fire, bro. Uh, Stanford UVA debate. <laughs> can't wait. Although I will say this, dude, don't you have to line it up? Don't you have to send the debate team and the football team at the same time? They got they got to share the same jet. <laughs> That's how you debate, Frank Tank. Frank the Tank, you're my boy. I, I will say this: UVA and Stanford both have baller swim teams. Just because my youngest daughter is a year-round swimmer, and UVA's team is pretty baller, and Stanford had like Katie Ledecky and a bunch of Olympians at Dude. one point. So both of those swim teams, if they had a swim meet, great. UVA's- if they had a debate, great. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't want to see UVA and Stanford in anything. That's else. funny. Uh, UVA, by the way, has won a ton of stuff in other sports, and and, 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 I, and I don't and I don't just mean that like one rando you know basketball ch- which kudos to them for winning the you know March Madness that one year, uh, particularly after getting bounced by sixteen. Was that UMBC? It's still crazy to me. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, they're 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 great at a ton of other sports, just not football. And there is no debate to that. Okay, let's get out of here. Let's take a break on segment oh, one. Man. I'm telling you, bro. What do you want? Whoop, whoop. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back in uh, at just a minute. We need to go do the, uh, the you know, the Todd reach around to the tree outside so I can water the grass. So uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back momentarily with fresh, fresh beers. Yay. The trees need to be watered. They do. You know. Hey, why not? All right, be right back. Hey, look, it's it's like that. It's recycling. I'm just putting it back into the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the, like, the, that that rain and water cycle. I'm just making little miniature rivers. Circle of life, man. Yeah. It's a circle of life. It's a circle of, of bladder life. Hell yeah. Bladder of life. There you go. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. And uh, yeah, Shannon, you are right. There's a flood warning in my, bla- in my, in my, in my backyard. Beware. <laughs> Beware. So, yikes. Anyway. Uh, all right. We'll uh, kick off segment two with a little bit of a salute o'clock uh i'm enjoying well i enjoyed a uh mexico (laughs) jack daniels and coke man that that thing is gone bro i polished that off Mm, it was good though and then uh i've realized that i I fare much better on the day after recording if i just drink coronas so i'm on corona (laughs) number two so thank you corona for you know, uh, helping me to avoid morning IBS. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, you got to stay hydrated. Yeah, I know. I know. Great story. Uh, it, it is It is a factual story, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Coronas and, and uh, you know, Jack and Cokes. That's what I got, bro. <laughs> Shannon, what you drinking, man? <laughs> Dude, I'm rolling with a uh, Captain Morgan and Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also rolling with the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. There you go. Are you doing the hundo, the Captain Hundo? No, I, I, I can't roll on your level, bro. I'm just going regular Captain Morgan. Yeah. Hundo will get you in trouble, so man. Good. I know the hundo it, is really good. It's really good, but get you in uh, trouble. I, you know, I, I got to work my way up. So let's, uh, <laughs> you know, baby steps. I, I do have, I will say over the summer, I did buy two bottles of Zacapa. Ooh, Zacapa's good, man. So I've got two two Zacapas on deck 
and you see how little I have left. This this will probably get taken care of tonight, so maybe mm-hmm. next week I'll be hitting into the Zacapa. Well, the, so. the Zacapa, you just got to drink on ice. I'm just well, saying. And that's, that, that is what I will do. So. Look, bro, bro, if, if we need to have a Zacapa week, I will have Zacapa as well. We'll do a Zacapa on ice. Randy, you got to have some... Tasty liquor over there that you can just ice up. You can go. I you, mean, I we, got the blackened whiskey. Yeah, I've got we gotta have the Steve. We gotta have the Steve Smith episode, man. Ice up, son. I'm telling you. Yeah, we we should do that. <laughs> you know what? What? <laughs> I don't know. There is like a cop that has come through like three times in like the last five minutes. I don't know. Well, if you would quit, you do, Shannon? if you would quit I, sticking your I, I'm ass innocent. on the, if you I'm still, innocent. stop mooning I'm like people Whitfield. out your window, I'm bro. No, well, he's no, you're not. For this will only make sense to Whitfield. This will this line will only make sense to Whitfield. Bus ass, bus ass, bus ass. That's for you, friend. Okay. I've heard this story enough. I know what that is too. And uh, maybe yeah. December we can get together because I, I I don't know if we're getting mm. together anytime before mm. then. Just Randy, of my schedule and everyone else's. Oh, well, you but, mean like to, to hang out in person? I, I mean maybe a like hang out in person or maybe a, a podcast in person. Oh yeah, that could be fun. Uh, Randy, just a heads up, man. Uh, I'm tired of looking at all these boxes, so I ordered uh, some shelving. Uh, some brackets that I have to put into. I got to sink into studs, man. And I'm going to get some lumber, straight up some ten by, some 2 by 10 lumber. I got these very specific brackets so I can put 2-inch thick and run it. I'm going to put some shelving up because uh, Sarah's like, Justin, what are all these boxes? I'm like, honey, you really don't want to know. But you know what? I'm going to get some shelving. So you're going to start seeing me unbox some stuff. <laughs> so I'm going to put some shelving up. And, and we're going to do some unboxing of some collectibles that I've acquired over the past couple wow. of years. And for whatever reason, I've gotten very back into collecting Transformers. I did not mean to, but it has been my thing with the studio series. I've gotten a, a little bit carried away, a little bit carried away. <laughs> and so, uh, but I got some star Wars stuff, you know, I got the ghost coming. It's not here yet, but I, I have a whole bunch of like neat nifty stuff from Haslab and Hasbro pulse. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to put this up. My wife's going to be like, this is what was in those boxes? What the hell, man? <laughs> like I already know. When I put hey. when Galact when the thirty two inch tall Galactus is on the wall, I know oh, she's gonna be shit. like, seriously, <laughs> Justin. What? Just so you, know, I was listening to Elliot in the morning this morning. I had to take smell my, my face, Katie, Katie up, and then come home. Uh-huh. Apparently, the Toy Hall of Fame uh-huh. has five toys on the ballot right now that should be in but haven't gotten in transformers is one of them transformers is one of those toys it's bull so i'm telling you i i i I don't know the website off the top of my head i think it's like toy hall of fame.com i I mean if you google it you'll fucking find it i saw it and they're not one of the five finalists this year which is crap no, they're like one of the like the the you know how the NFL has like the old timers mm-hmm. that get in each year, like the the guys that have been past the fifteen years but oh. never got in, but then they get like selected. Oh. Apparently, it's like Transformers, My Little Pony, the freaking lawnmower pop. Yeah, the thing. little popping like, bubble lawnmower thing. F that, that toy. one and a couple others that are on this ballot. 
And if you go to that website, you can vote. Dude, for one dude, of those dude. Five. I want you to like walk up to any kid. Walk up to any kid and be like, I have some transformers. Or you can have a poppin' lawnmower and see which one that kid gravitates to. Give me to. the Transformers all day <laughs> long, bro. I don't care if I'm a girl. My Little Pony or Transformers? Transformers. Yep. Optimus Prime, bitch. Let's go. Both my both my kids have Transformers. Oh, the Chloe was cute a few years ago. She goes, are there any girl Transformers? And I said, heck yeah. So I ordered, I got like RC and, and uh, 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 Nightbird. Uh, I got I got a couple of them, and I was like, "Hell yeah, man! We'll get you some female awesome. transformers." Bam, here you go. So definitely did that. So that that that's a topic jump. But uh, Randy, I got some unboxing to do, and I owe you. Um, I think we had a conversation about the Razor Crest because I have I have some Haslab Razor Crests. So we're gonna have yep. to unbox one and get that because that that one like it has like the little Grogu and like the little baby <laughs> thing. Sarah's gonna be like, "What the fuck is this, Justin?" <laughs> I already know, and so I've already I've already warned her. I'm like, honey, you're gonna hate all of it. So just let me put the shelving up. I will get rid of some of these boxes, but I got to get the stuff out of the boxes. And yeah. and yeah, the, so that's gonna be that. So um, it's gonna get very interesting in the office really quickly with like this. If I can get the shelves up and leveled the way that I think I'm gonna be able to do in my head, but some of these items are very large, so I don't. I might have to suspend. I might have to do like ceiling suspended things. Like I've got, oh, man. I've got like, I've, I mean, I've, I've got some, I've got some nifty things, but some of those, some of those collectibles are just big and I still have, I have other stuff coming. Like I've just seen, it's just crazy. You know, you, you what happens is like, uh, the Tommy DeLorean was it? Uh, I don't remember if it was like a crowd, it was a crowdfunded thing. And I did that. But you know some of these things you do you don't get for like a year or two after you buy, after you fund it or pay for it or buy it or whatever. So there there's gonna be like random shit that shows up. It's gonna be so wild, dude. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Randy, what do you, I just know that if anybody's gonna appreciate unboxing certain things with me, it's gonna be freaking Randy. I'm all hey. If you want me to come over, we'll, we'll drink, we'll have some fun, and yeah. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for my wife to to be looking at us mid forties dudes playing with a goddamn Star Wars ship, being like, "What is wrong with y'all?" Be like, "Here's Ahsoka, check it out, and Grogu." <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. It makes me happy. I don't know why, man. I just that crap makes me happy. That's so stupid, but whatever. Uh, to each their own. Anyway, uh, Randy, what are you drinking, bro? What are you drinking, bro? <laughs> so I started the evening with uh, only my second. Mama's mean cobbler hey. uh, of the season. I still got ten left. You know, got to get to Thanksgiving with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was taking me so long is I, I sat there and I kind of eye in the freezer for a second because I was a little warm in here. So I was like, uh-huh. stuck my head in the freezer and I was like, oh huh, I, that's right. I actually had BB-8 ice molds mm. in there. So I grabbed one of those and I looked in the liquor cabinet. And I'm like, do I want something that's gonna Take me over the edge, or just kind of mellow me out. So uh, I got some DeSorono on the rocks. Nice. Look at you with the DeSorono. Oh Look man, at you. oh man. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and save this because I have this weird tracking thing with the waveforms again in audition. So hold on just a moment. Okay, quick save so that part is done. Nice, man. DeSorono rocks is good. Uh, you know what else was on the rocks, gentlemen? What's that? The freaking Buffalo Bills. Bro. Somehow, somehow the New York Football Giants, as as butt suck as they've been, <coughs> had the Buffalo Bills on the rocks. That was an ugly. They ass. were on the rocks and like trying to be drowned in the water. That 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 for game three was quarters. that game was hideous. That game was uh, it was it was so ugly. It was ugly, compelling. 
right? There's ugly where you don't want to yeah. watch. That game was ugly but compelling in a really weird way. Um, and uh, look, man, <sighs> watching the end of that first half was painful because that was a that, that was a gift, right? That was a gift. And and Tyrod Taylor, you know, however that played out, <laughs> why that went the way that it did, go checking into that run. And of course the Bills players are like, oh, we're gonna we're just gonna sit on Saquon Barkley. We're gonna be oh, really shit. slow to get up. Yeah, duh. Hello, that's good strategy. Because that was a dumb freaking play. You got no timeouts, man. You you throw it into the end zone, bro. You throw it. Because you at least want a field goal out of that. All right. Mm -hmm. That was that was that was a travesty. That was a travesty. Just, um, I, you know, watching the replay of that, I, I'm just, it's like watching Oregon. It's like watching a freaking Chargers game where the fucking coach just thinks he'll, he'll go for it on fourth down instead of kicking an easy field goal. Like, how many times on this podcast, <laughs> and, and this is going back to, uh -oh. 2011 2012 have we said take the points or run the ball I, I understand if he saw something but if you don't have a timeout mm -mm. and there's only a few seconds left you either get the touchdown on a pass or you throw it where it hits the ground immediately so that time doesn't run out. You throw it out of the end zone. You're at like the what? What, the one, the two? I mean, what? just throw it out the back of the end zone, man. Whatever it was. Whatever. Like, if it's not there immediately, just throw it over to the dude's head because so that it's you not, should be you able know, to get, like, look, they had 14 uh, seconds. You should, intentional grounding, whatever yes. they call it. You got 14 seconds. You should be able to get two plays off, and if it's not there, you kick Seriously. a field goal. Come on. Come like on. You're a veteran quarterback. I know. Like, did the freaking well, he's never recovered the Chargers from, staff like I, affect your brain yes, when they screwed yes. your lung out? Like, what yeah. what happened? He's never recovered from getting stabbed in the lung, man. <coughs> I mean, gee whiz, stupid. Well, what gets but, me is why have an audible? Why go in there and have an audible to a run as one of the options? It's one of those where you should have a specific goal line package. Or at least, or, or like, you know, like five, ten second package where it says, okay, pass, 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 pass. Here's the audible to so a So the Whitfield, the five or ten second package, the Whitfield. If you have a timeout, like, <laughs> I, I understand, like, if you see, like, hey, we got the run. Oh, man. And, and Barkley's sitting there like, motherfucker, I better score, like. Well, if he sees I, he can't score, dude, jump up and throw that shit. I don't know at someone's foot. I, I, I don't know. Actually, man. audible into like a read option type play because you know they're going to be aggressive to stop, potentially stop the run. Yes, because clearly that's what they did. They played straight up man defense, played for the run, and it's a quick okay. Looks, let's see what the linebackers are doing. Pull the ball out, throw it. I mean, at least you can have a shot at throwing it out of the end zone to make right. a different play rather than right. here let me so, just try to run the football oh, oh shit oh. well time just expired man look as bad as the end of that first half was when i was watching that game and we got late in the second half it was crazy to me that the football gods decided that the giants got another crack at that at, you know what i mean at a goal line <laughs> goal line scenario but it felt fitting didn't it but yeah. I, I swear it's, to you, I, I swear to you, you know. I thought I thought the Giants were going to get the 
the the goal line opportunity and actually be able to put this to bed right and get it done that was just insane to me uh, but you know I suppose it's a bit of football you know co- cosmic justice that because they screwed the end of the first half so badly that they didn't get they didn't they didn't get the gift of the win at the end but that being said and all kidding aside right when they got to the red zone late and the bills missed that field goal which was i mean ridiculous it gave the giants a bit of life but had they made that field goal it would have been 14 to 12 they could have kicked the field goal and won that damn game okay they didn't have that okay but when they got into the red zone and they got that defensive P.I. and Waller on third and five and they were on the goal line for an untimed down, I was like, bro. And then watching that play and there was no flag, that dude had his arm down, had jersey pulled. I don't know how you don't throw that. Um, particularly in the context of, and, and it was much earlier in the game, and I don't think it ended up being that significant in the grand scheme of things, but like Josh Allen got hit once, and it was one of the lamest damn rough in the passer penalties like you'll ever see. It was completely ridiculous, and they're throwing that, but you see that, and, and fine, back-to-back what are you going to tell me? They, they don't want to flag them back to back. Okay. They want to let them play. All right. That's fine. That was egregious enough that it's not even like, well, that's a so-so non-call. That was a bad non-call. That was, was. a bad non-call. And I, I don't know that the Giants would have won the game. I don't know that they could have figured it out. But, and it does stink to have back to back penalties, but come on, man. That dude had jersey. You could see the jersey being pulled. Oh, yeah. You could see his hey. arm messing with Waller's up. You could see those things. They were clear. So the Giants end up with drives ending essentially at the goal line without points to close both halves. Gross. What, what I would tell my kids uh, when I coached middle is, and high school is basketball. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh, no. Different, no. different story. You don't want to leave the game in the ref's hands. No. You got to play better than the ref's ref. If the game is decided on one play, then we didn't do enough to win one way or the other. Mm -hmm. If we won, we got lucky. If we lost, we didn't do enough. You have to do enough between the, the initial whistle and the last whistle. Yeah. And... You can't sit there and blame the entire game on one call. Mm-mm. And let's be honest, the Giants should have had another chance at the end of the game. Should have. Should have, would have, could have. But they wouldn't have needed but that. Just, they just the his famous goal. line that he said for years. If uh, was it candy and nuts were if ifs and buts were candy and nuts every day be Christmas baby there you, there you go I I thought you were gonna say uh, try not to be a cunt this Christmas but well we, we're we're head we're <laughs> we're getting there. close to that time we're, of year we're, we're yeah, getting we to that time of year yeah. I actually referenced that to my wife this week I was like hey you know we're we're getting to that time of year you know fascinating Ada mm-hmm. you know I'm starting to see more posts on Facebook from them um, tis the season. Dude, it is. It's yeah. fascinating. Ada season. So look, 
Um, but but I, we're not going there before we get through spooky season. Mm. We're not going through there before we get through Adam Adam Sandler. And, and, yeah, that's and, right. Look, look, settle down, fat man. We got to get through the bird and through the costumes first. Right. Chill out. Uh, so, so what you're saying, Shane, is don't go there with me? Because I was trying to say, Shane, don't, don't go there with me. Don't, don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there with me. We're talking about practice? Yeah. We talked about practice. Did I want to tell I you mean, that? Justin talking about practice earlier on, like, <laughs> with the kids' soccer. Oh true. Um, Very true. Hey, man. Look, uh, random not-so-fun factoid. That is the Giants, their fourth game without scoring an offensive touchdown this season. Good God. That's Ugly. very offensive. Yeah, that that's pretty hideous. Awesome. See, <laughs> Go ahead, Randy. I was going to say, what I liked about – what I thought was funny about that game is <laughs> the memes that came out, like, when oh, you started tons. posting, like, it's like the football gods saw that the Bills and the – it's like the the, Eagles, the weekend with the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Bills were going to lose. And it's like, no, no, we can't nope, have the can't Bills have losing. That. Nope. Can't have that. That's right, because I had the Bills and Survivor. Yeah. And the, fuck that noise. Yeah. One, one of my favorite ones it's, was – It's uh, interesting how it really oh, came ahead. down to a no call. And yet, when you look back at the 49ers-Browns game, that – you know, that personal foul that really wasn't a personal foul that changed the complexity of the game completely it because down it was, yeah, it, well, it was fourth down. It was going to get that was defense it? off. Yeah. They were going for it. Oh, it was fourth. Was it was, it was fourth and 10. My bad. And they were going for it. And that pen and it, you know, he didn't catch it, but that penalty changed the complexion of the game and actually oh, kept the drive going. Oh, that was garbage, too. Yeah, and that was bad enough. It was a makeup call, but for a different game. Yeah. It was just so strange to see, you know, and I, I made the crack that, that the 49ers-Browns game, it was the Dollar Tree refs, and we got the yes. Dollar General <laughs> yeah. refs playing the Bills-Giants. Bruh. Five below. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Something. Yeah. It's just it. See, it really does feel like the refs are interjecting themselves a little bit more this year in into games and hey, look, really taking those big moments that really could swing. Hey, the look, game man, either look, way. you got to make sure FanDuel makes their money back. That's all I'm saying. In DraftKings, they got to stay profitable, Bruh. <laughs> I'm trying saying. to talk to America here, son. Hey, <laughs> you know what though. Speaking of that, Justin, what? props to that dude mm -hmm. who needed Dallas minus one and a half oh on God. Monday to get that two hundred thousand. Oh, did did he also need the the Raiders to get that sack? Was that was it in that in there? Where yes, the, yeah. that was. He needed the sack, the Max Crosby safety late <laughs> to get that one, and then he needed <laughs> Dallas minus one and a half late. That's incredible. Uh, to oh. get. And, and How the on, hell did he hit this? It was a 10-team parlay, and God bless him. He got it. I thought that was a, a hell bold, of a parlay. I mm -hmm. thought that was a bold strategy to have Dallas on the road beating the Chargers. Well, he probably got parlayed after that game. Hey, hey, hey there you my go. man. The Chargers going to charge her. Just remember, no sex in the champagne room, friend. Hey, well. <laughs> Where's the live by? Yeah, it is. But I hope he he enjoyed his uh, winnings. Yeah, I'd say I'd say he did. So, all right, let's rapid fire through a couple of things. We do need to touch on that. I do want to give some kudos to Desmond Ritter for uh, playing hot potato and throwing up all kinds of interceptions. Thank you, friend. Um, it was nice to see slinging Sammy Howell have a little bit of a bounce back. Look, he's on pace to get sacked more than anybody ever under the sun in the NFL, which is terrible. Some of those are on him, but God bless. Uh, Houston Carr says thank you for uh, trying to take that record away from him. 
Yay. Uh, Calais Campbell got his 100th career sack. Good on him, dude. One of uh, six active players to hit the hundo club. But uh, Desmond Ritter, man. I Look, Atlanta, Atlanta looked like they were going to mount a little comeback. Uh, fourth quarter, man. Uh, you know, they're rallying up. It's 24-16, but St. Juice gets the pick in the end zone. They got another crack at it. The Falcons in this case. And Ritter had his third and final interception, basically sealing the win for Washington. So I appreciate the bounce back win after the, the debacle against the Bears and the ghost of Dick Buckus. I absolutely hated that game. We probably would have recorded the other week if it wasn't for that shit show on Thursday, which wrote me into watching it. Thanks a lot, Amazon Prime and Thursday Night Football. <clears throat> it was gross. But I'm, I'm glad they got the dub. So I can count on Washington to be inconsistent AF, as the kids say. Uh, also, uh, Tampa Bay, go ahead and retire the creamsicles. You never win in them. I like the uniform, but you never win in them. It's terrible. Uh, the Lions, four straight. Garbage. Yeah, the Lions, four straight win by at least 14, and 14 points. And keep in mind that the Lions have road wins against Kansas City, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. It's legit. They're 13-3 and three in their last 16 games. And that's after starting last season one and six. Also, Jared Goff had his seventeenth career game with at least three hundred fifty passing yards. There's only one other quarterback over that time frame that has more. It's Mahomes. Mahomes. It's Mahomes. <coughs> Mahomes and Maauto. Okay. So I, it's funny you say that because I was actually going to bring up MVP consideration and I was going to bring up Jared Goff mm-hmm. and I was going to wait for y'all to go, what the fuck? And you just brought up the stats and I'm like, I mean, he's no. playing he, well enough, but it's, it's going to be one of those things where, you know, if it wasn't, you know, so just like before the Browns game, you know, there was that talk of putting Brock Purdy into consideration for that, but then you get the Browns game. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I want to see. But Goff's been playing great this year. Goff definitely deserves to be part of that conversation. <laughs> That's another it, one where it, he's it for him. It's a good fit, man. At that at that organization, Five Dan Campbell one, mm-hmm. just like Mahomes, just yep. like Hurts, just like Purdy. Yep. Five and one. Five and one. Yeah, the, the NFC, man. Woo, that's good. That's going to be some crazy. Isn't it down funny, the though? We spent all this time knob slobbing, like last year, knob slobbing over the AFC, and the, the NFC is stacked. And, like, Burrow has been better. He hasn't been Burrow. Tua, been better. Tua, Tua is the exception. As long as that dude stays healthy, <coughs> he is in. Right but now, he's in that conversation. He has track stars, though, too. Yes. Like, he, it, it, that team's built for it. it. It's who it is. That like, team's built for but it. But the stats are, two is in that conversation oh, as agreed. of this moment. Yes, uh, he'll stay in there. Uh, side note, since we're talking about the Dolphins, A, I can't believe that the Panthers were up 14 nothing on them. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that shocked the hell out of me. But, I saw <laughs> but the uh, Dolphins were sleepwalking. Yeah, and they were up. chilling for a minute. Uh, I love Tyreek Hill popping off for that touchdown and doing the backflip with the cell phone in his hand. That was glorious. And I love basically like Marshawn Lynch, you know, <laughs> like fine mode. He knew. <coughs> he knew. Um, well, I mean, Tom McDaniel's like, well, but it wasn't my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's not like, it, dude. Who, who like was it? Was it Joe? Like he wasn't his cell phone. Who was that for like... the Saints that pulled it out of their sock? Or whatever was it, Joe Horn? Yes, it was. And it was, yes. a, and it was an old school like StarTac or flip phone or something. Uh huh. Yeah, it's so funny, man. 
Oh, by the way, um, the special kudos. Uh, uh, most are, by the way, the first offense player to have multiple games of 100-plus scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. All right, in, wow. in Dolphins history, they've had some phenomenal players. Again, yep. huh? the first Dolphins player to have multiple games of 100-plus scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. Dude, it's game six. <laughs> it's week six, y'all. Wow. Done. Ridiculous. Also, Tyreek Hill, the first player since the merger. That's 1970 if y'all need some help. The first player since the merger and the only player since the merger to surpass 800 receiving yards through his team's first six games. So here's a little fun fun for you. Tyreek Hill has 814. He's the only one that's ever cleared 800. Again, we're six games in. That's filthy. Can y'all guess any of the uh, – just the top four? Well, yeah, uh, prior to that? Uh-huh. I'll give you a year, 2011. Randy Moss. And I'll give you a team. The Patriots. Brandon Moss. Nope. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. 785 okay. with the Pats. That makes sense. All right. I'll give you another one. 2005. Redskins. Westbrook. Nope. If what either one of you says 50 50, I'm going to go ahead and just choke a bitch. I'm just kidding. Um, 2005. 2005. Mm, that wasn't the year that Andre Reed was on the team. Cow- was it? Cowboy Killer. Oh, Santana Moss. Santana, look at Randy. There oh, you go. Oh shit, dude. Uh huh. Santana, Santana Moss, seven hundred forty-three, and 2015 with the Texans. Y'all should get this one easy. Andre Hopkins. Uh huh. DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you were thinking Andre Johnson for a moment there. I can I, see that. I like Andre. Yeah, Hopkins. I was. I like Andre Hopkins. That would be that would be his name if that uh, uh, DB from. Uh, the Titans tried to bushwhack him with a helmet. Oh, bro, when he got just <laughs> manhandled? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was great. So, it, uh, look, the, the Dolphins are fun. The Dolphins, they have a ton of speed. I hope that uh, A-Chan is able to get – and I still prefer A-Chan, but I, I know it's A-Chan. But, uh, I hope A-Chan, that, bro. I know. I hope A-Chan isn't going to be out that long. That team is just stacked with speed. They're going to they're, they're gonna be a tough out. Something that football is going to be – Legit Eagles Dolphins should be a fun one. Um, again, we're going we're going to go rapid fire here. We do need to touch on Cowboys Chargers. We got to get to some baseball. Uh, I will say this though, I think it's hilarious go, flipping the Cowboys Chargers. Um, Chargers open with a touchdown drive. The Cowboys responded, and Dak ran. Uh, it ended up being an 18 yard touchdown run on fourth and one, which was a gutsy call. I swear to you, it looked like he pulled it away from the running back and made that choice. Um, and look. That was way better. That fourth down was way better than any of the the, the analytics of, of Brandon Staley. Um, yep. But here's the thing, man. Third quarter, Chargers go for it on fourth and one inside the 10. And they don't convert. Dude, dude, it was 10-7. Take, take the field take goal. Take the points. Exactly. Tie it up. The game. Tie it up. Tie it up. Make it 10-10, dude. Make it 10-10. Okay? Make it 10-10. You're and in the pros. I know. And, and out of the game, put the pressure on the other team. Yes, and, and, and take the easy points, man. It's like they don't understand the concept that if you fail, you give the other team momentum. Mm-hmm. The momentum is a huge thing. And it's 10 7. It's 10 7. Stop looking at a sheet for weirdo score. You're not looking for a score gami that's like, like, you know, 18 points away, dude. Tie the damn game up. <laughs> Just take the fucking points. 
Take them. Seriously. Seriously. We have said that for years. I know. And look, I, I appreciate aggressiveness at certain moments. That just didn't, I, this wasn't necessary. Early uh, in the game, just take the points. Yeah. Late in the game, where if you have a shot at putting the team other team away, that's a different story yes. altogether. I agree with you. I yeah, like you. if you're up three and you have a chance at the touchdown or field goal, if you I want mean, to go for the touchdown, I'm not going to blame you. They're trying to stress that poor little uh, Asian lady fan that they kept zooming in on during the broadcast. <laughs> uh, did you see her on Pat McAfee, by the way? I did, I not. did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ended up. Uh, they showed her a whole bunch in the broadcast, so she got a bunch of a uh, bunch of gloss. And so, I mean, social media gave her some flack too, uh, but she got a lot of gloss. She was a Chargers super fan. She looks like she's about four foot ten. She looks tiny, uh, <laughs> but she was having a field day uh, on the broadcast, and obviously she had a she had a sad end. But they just kept cutting to her, and the Chargers ended up making like. Uh, at some point, they made her, one of her reaction faces like their profile pic, which was very funny. Uh, but Pat McAfee ended up uh, having her on the show. And here's like a little clip from that. Because what you did last night was awesome. I love the fact that you were able to eliminate all <laughs> of life's bullshit and just get lost in the moment. What was your reaction to finding out? Yeah! <laughs> what is your reaction to finding out that you were a massive part of the game? And what is your reaction to the response to how you were watching the Los Angeles Chargers? So, funny thing, Pat, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm intense in everything I do. Football being one of the most intense things I do to the point where sometimes my dad is like, okay, you need to sit down. You're going to you're gonna fall. You're going to kick the kid. Something's going to happen. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm freaking out, but I'm good. You're going to kick the kids, chill out. I mean, come on, man. Oh, so good. But, uh, no, I mean, she's a super fan. Good on her. Uh, Marianne uh, Du is, is, is her name. So she had a good time. And uh, good for her, dude. Good for her. And uh, the Chargers out of – it sounds like they've had, like, a box or whatever with the Chargers for a while. And she was so amped up. Yeah, she was so animated. That was a lot of fun, man. Like, I'm a pretty chill person in the stands. And it always throws people because I'm not, like, rah-rah crazy. But, like, that woman was – she was having a day, man. She was having a field day. And, of course, the Chargers – as they are wont to do, Charger's going to charge her, and, you know, they break mm -hmm. her poor little fan heart. But I thought it was great that she got some gloss with Pat McAfee and social media and all that stuff, man. I thought that was pretty fun. That was a neat, neat little cutout from that game. Uh, anyway, look, Chargers got some some opportunities, and they wasted it. Uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, the Chargers got a huge break because they punted to Dallas, and basically they – a Cowboys player got blocked into the punt returner, so it ends up being a muff punt, and the Chargers get it. And they do go for it on fourth and goal in that point. You know, they end up tying the game 17-17. to 17. And then the Cowboys end up going up 20-17 on the field goal, and somehow they make this Troy Aikman and Joe Book are like, oh, where's Micah Parsons at? And then all of a sudden he's like beast mode. He's like, all right, let's sack Herbert. And with town, and the Cowboys locked up the win. Uh, with an interception, I think the Gilmore to close the game, but mm -hmm. I just like I, I, at that game, I'm just like, okay, how many opportunities do the Chargers have to waste? How many do they have to squander? You know, the the Chargers have have lost three games this year by three points or fewer. And look, here you go. Here, the most losses. All right, in the last two seasons, the the teams that have the most losses by three points or less. Obviously, if I'm bringing this up, you know one of them is Chargers. the Chargers. They have six. 
Can you guess any of the other three? Well, considering how their season's gone so far, I would I would say that uh, quite possibly the Vikings might be on that list. They're not. That's an excellent guess, though. Hmm. The Cardinals are one of them. They have five. Okay. All right. Okay, that makes sense. I'll give you a hint. There's all say, say the question again. All right. This is the top four teams that have mm-hmm. the most losses by three points or less over the last two seasons. So these are the four teams that have the most losses by three points or less. Minnesota. No, Randy just guessed that, you drunk ass. Let's try again. <laughs> it's a good guess. LA, no, LA Rams. It was wrong. It was wrong when Randy guessed it, and it's still wrong. Uh, well, the rum is is flowing. The the, it, the most it's just like the hate is flowing yeah. through Anakin Skywalker. Don't make me go Sith. Don't make me go Sith mode on you right now. Look, well, you you're actually about to give us a hint if Shannon. Would I was the the down. most incorrect guesses. <laughs> Two or less drinks in the most incorrect guesses. Number one is Shannon McGuffin. Um, <laughs> all right, so I was going to give you a hint, and it's crazy to me. They're in the same division. The Chargers? The same as the Chargers? Uh-huh. Huh. Raiders? The Raiders have five. I already said the Cardinals have five. The Raiders have five. The Chargers have six. But they're not number one. They're not number one. Mm-hmm. Denver. Denver. They have seven. What the fuck is it with that division? <laughs> like, How weird is that? <laughs> It's probably it was the Chiefs because the Chiefs screw everybody. By the way, can I say that Brandon Staley reminds me of the uh, not the Tiger Blood dude, so the Tiger Blood free dude from Two and a Half Men? Can I say that John Cryer is the actor's name? I look at Brandon Staley and I think of that dude from Two and a Half Men. My dude, that's funny. <laughs> not Charlie that's Sheen, amazing. but John Cryer. Okay. Yeah, John Cryer. He does not have tiger blood. He does, no, clearly. he does not have tiger blood. No. He is not winning, no. clearly. No. And uh, Denver, by the way, now this, this was a stat through five games, but they have the worst defense through five games ever recorded by DVOA. Ever. Oh. Ever. So uh, this was through five games, but they were 32nd in points allowed, which was 36.2. They were 32nd in yards per game, 450. They were 32nd in rushing yards uh, per game, 187. They were 32nd in, in average rush yards per carry, 5.9. They were 29th in passing to, uh, per game, 263. They were 32nd in QBR, which I still – whatever, it's an ESPN stat. Who, who gives an F? But – um, they were 21st and uh, they only had 12 sacks. I mean, it's just, it's a dumpster fire, dumpster fire. Um, also, uh, since we talked about the bills and giants earlier and I meant to bring this up, but that game was so awful with the bills and the giants. Um, they had this thing called a one stat recap. Uh, and it was the bills with the Super Bowl era first. Let's see. Here we go. It is considered one of the ugliest wins in the Super Bowl era. The Bills are the first team to win a game with fewer rushing yards, fewer passing yards, more interceptions thrown, more fumbles lost, and more missed field goals than their opponent. Prior to the Bills winning this game against the Giants, every other team in that same situation, it was 0-134. and Nobody had ever won a game playing that ugly. <laughs> What the fuck? Bro. <laughs> it's pretty bad. 
You take the ugly win. But yeah. Look, wins a win regardless. Brandon John Cryer Staley probably needs to go to France, right? Maybe he'll get taken out by a That's mean. I shouldn't say that. Well, considering he's all about analytics, he's probably all about the QBR, but we all know it's that's Todd's favorite set because it stands for quarterback reach around. Wow. Wow. Goodness. Hey, Todd. <laughs> uh, I said I'd blame the alcohol on that, but nah, we're not no. blaming nah. the alcohol on that. <laughs> no, it, I'm going to blame Brandon Staley on that for being just a yeah. shitty head coach. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's, that's impressive. No, it, it, it's that that guy deserves all kinds of. He's getting fired, but there's no way. I can't imagine he makes it through the season. No, and he I should mean, he should have an analytics wasting sheet. Wasting the potential of a franchise quarterback, How? it's ridiculous. He, he should have an analytics sheet that basically shows him he's out of luck. Um, yeah. Sol, bro. S S O L S O L. Um, a little bit of quick loss to C J Stroud, who finally threw an interception. Uh, he's got a nine to one touchdown interception ratio, but he's got the fourth most passing yards in the league. The eighth highest, uh, he's the eighth highest rated quarterback in the league. He's actually from a quarterback rating standpoint, he's actually ahead of Mahomes, by the way, which is weird. So he's legit, man. I, I, he looks pretty good. Uh, Vikings bears was ugly. I only bring that one up because the bears had their 10th straight home loss. Good job. And Justin Fields dislocates his thumb. He's going to miss some time. Uh, boo hoo, uh-huh. I guess. Um, I will say one of my favorite parts of Bengals Seahawks. We mentioned this earlier, but I didn't mention this part. Jamar Chase, by the way, with that sweet Seven Eleven pendant on his change because cool. because he's always open like Seven <laughs> Eleven. That was that was brilliant, and I hope he has a marketing deal with Seven Eleven, dude. He uh, should if he doesn't. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, much like some other teams, Geno Smith and the Seahawks were abjectly terrible in the red zone against the Bengals. They deserve to <laughs> lose that game because they just. Eight fat bags of ass in the red zone. Uh, we covered Cowboys, Chargers, uh, Raiders, Patriots. We talked about briefly, and then we mentioned that thing about the uh, the late sack. Uh, Patriots are one and five for the first time since 1995, which is crazy. I was in high school. That's so weird. Uh, they have scored 17 points or fewer in five straight games. And the Patriots, by the way, are the only team in the NFL that haven't scored at least 21 points in a game this season. I mean, honestly, it, I'm trying to figure out where just how much of a regression Mac Jones really has had because when he his rookie season he was fairly decent and then decent it and and then after that it just it seems to be going downhill and I don't get it I don't uh, understand how he could regress unless you're thinking about the fact that McDaniel's is now the head coach of the Raiders and that's part of it. You had arguably it's be part of it. You arguably had a wasted year. With the two DCs as an OC, that was a waste. And that that's look, you you got a lot going on in New England. Okay, you have personnel problems. You have look. I don't think Belichick the coach is the issue, but I do believe Belichick the GM is the problem. Their talent is not as good. Um, they clearly haven't made their personnel decisions have not shifted in a post Tom Brady environment. They really needed a reset. Uh, and Belichick has to own, you know, this whole debacle with Mac Jones because it's not just moving to Mac Jones. It's having not having a legit offensive coordinator last year. That 
hurt the team. It hurt Mac Jones's development, and you have problems this year in part because of that. But you also have problems because, quite frankly, that roster isn't that good. And they, I know they've got injury issues as well. I get it. But they they haven't drafted well enough, and they've let people go that they should have kept. And as always, you can look at a draft and be like, oh my God, I can't believe this per- they didn't pick this person, but they took this wide receiver, and look at this guy that was awesome right afterward. There's, and, and every team can do that, but they have a lot of it the past couple of years. I, I want to say he's 28 and 30 since Brady left, um, and it feels like it's just going, it's just getting worse. I can't imagine that they would fire him in season. I just I can't see that happening. No. But I could certainly well, on I top could, of it, he's only a game away from three hundred wins. I mean, that's a huge milestone. He was itself, within the fact yeah. that they've lost three straight. I know. where he's at two ninety nine. You just gotta and, wonder what game it's gonna be for them that's gonna push him over the edge. I don't know. Are they playing the Broncos anytime this year? Um and <laughs> he had his two his two worst game worst losses ever back to back. It was bad enough he had his worst loss ever. He follows it up with his second worst loss ever. I yeah, mean, it's rough. it's a dumpster fire in New England. And look, um, you have generations that don't know anything other than Tom Brady and, and competing for Super Bowls, right? I, I mean, think about that, right? I mean, you got to go back. You, you got Parcells and the 96 Pats, and then you end up eventually with Belichick and – by the time they shift to Brady and you have that run, I mean, it's, you got two decades. You get really, you got 25 years and this Plus, is where you're at. Looking at their schedule, it may, it may only be, it may be another month before they even have a shot at winning a game. Oh, they're, they're, they're bad. They got the bills then the, at the dolphins. Then they play the commanders. Mm-hmm. Then they got the Colts and at the giants. Now, look, I, I will say this and, and Lindy, maybe you'll get a chuckle out of this. Maybe you won't. But God bless, I remember when Joe Gibbs came back and they played the Patriots and the Patriots just flat out ran up the score on old, on old Joe. It was like 56 to something or other, if I remember the score correctly. But I was like, but they didn't have to do that to Joe Gibbs. But then, of course, you got to remember that Belichick was a, was a, was with the Giants, so maybe he felt like he didn't mind putting a little you know salt on the wound on that one. So, you know, I kind of laugh about it in its own way, but look – I respect Belichick, the coach, and I, I don't think he's done uh, overall, but he might be done in New England. It might just be time. Here's the thing that when they moved off of Brady, it's one thing to move from one quarterback to another, but I think it's really hard to calculate for this idea of the mystique of the Patriots, right? The pairing of Belichick and Brady was golden. Right, just like the pairing of Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, or Phil Jackson and Kobe Bryant, or Bill Walsh and Joe Montana. Right, I think you have certain, or you know, and you can go back in different parts of history with, you know, Red Auerbach and uh, some of the Celtics. You know, I'm just like you can look back and think about these tremendous teams, and they were talented and they had great coaching, and that's a tremendous combination. Belichick and Tom Brady at their best. Did an incredible job, right? But post Tom Brady, you lost the eraser, right? They haven't done a good enough job on personnel. They haven't done a good enough job with drafting. They haven't done a good enough job with free agency. So 
they lost not just Tom Brady, but they lost part of the mystique of the Patriot way because it was the combination of Belichick and Brady. It's not Brady by himself. It's not Belichick by himself. It was them together. And there is no shortage of fans that right now are taking, are just loving it and feeling like it's it's some bit of football like karma that's coming home to roost. You got two decades, y'all. Go ahead and welcome back to life, back to reality, right? <laughs> What's that song, man? I know I have that song somewhere, man. Oh my God! Back to oh, life, back to life, back to reality. Yeah, back. I I, it's like I remember that being what was it early nineties? Yeah, here we go. We're, we're just gonna, yeah. It's like every like school morning it, that'd be like something to play on my alarm because they just played the hell out of it on the radio. There you go. That's vintage, dude. Soul to soul. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back to reality, New England Patriots fans, where most everybody else has lived <laughs> for the last 20 years, man, with an occasional blip of success or goodness. That's rough. I mean, there's another team that's kind of coming crashing back down to reality, and that's the Packers. Uh, yeah, them too. Yeah, I mean, and and I talked about that earlier with Lafleur and Rodgers, but yeah, they're, they're in it too. But you can at least look at the at the Packers roster, and they've got. You end up feeling like Joe Barry is is just a a disservice to that defense, and you end up feeling like Lafleur is not as gifted as the media made him out to be. And my concern with that is, is Jordan Love's not a rookie. It's year four, dude. Right? It's, we it, said before the season started, this was Lafleur's yeah, year to prove that is. he was a decent head coach. Yeah. That it wasn't just all Rogers. That. He, nope. that Lafleur could make those changes that was necessary for that team to take the next steps, and he just hasn't. And he hasn't. And, uh, you know, Jordan Love has to own his share of that. Lafleur has to own his share of that. They're disastrous first halves of a lot of games. I mean, it's just – it's not there. And, you know, it's one thing to have a fast start, but it's – we're at the point now that Jordan Love has to show that he can respond to teams taking away certain things from him. And it's just, it's not there yet. That doesn't mean it won't get there. But again, he's, he's not a rookie, man. He's not year two. He's had plenty of time to watch and learn and prep and this and that. And I just, I have serious concerns that LaFleur is the guy to, you know, succeed without a Hall of Fame quarterback. I feel like he's much more, uh, got Mike, uh, Mike, not Mike McCarthy. Who is that other dude that had the glasses? I don't know. They had some. They had some bad head coaching hires in Green Bay. Ray Rhodes. That was a dumpster fire. Uh, there was another Mike with glasses, and I just can't think of his name. I, I can see him, but I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can saying. see his face, but it, it was a waste. It was a waste. It was it, it was dumpster fire. So anyway, look, um, I think Belichick, the coach, is is can still coach. He hadn't forgotten how to coach. His personnel isn't as good, but he's the one that's responsible for that. Mac Jones hasn't developed. Well, he's got a share of responsibility in that for what he put Mac Jones through last year with the, you know, with not having a legit OC. So it, from an organizational standpoint, you know, his little playbook and his systems and, you know, cutting players and doing this and getting rid of people a year early, all that stuff sounds great in theory when you're winning. Well, they're not winning anymore. Who the hell's like, you know, I can't wait to go to uh, a Tom Brady free New England Patriots team that stinks. Nobody. The Patriot way, that era, 
of Brady and Belichick, it's done. The mystique of that, it's done. Nobody's going to take a discount to go there. Why? Nope. Why would you? I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster did, but I mean, like, pfft. okay, it's it's done. They're gonna be they're gonna be raising Colts banners before you know it. <laughs> Finish six and ten. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Six and eleven. We didn't shit the bed. Yeah. Oh, look, the, the lighthouse still works. Twenty twenty three. I mean, it's just uh, Robert Kraft avoided the massage therapist this week. I mean, I you know, it's just. It's going to be pitiful. It's it's weird to see, but again, fifteen percent temp, not twenty. Yeah, um, you know, it's so easy. Even a caveman can do it. They'll just have sponsorships running up flags, I Bruh. guess. Um, it, but it, it it is weird to see, and I do respect what they've accomplished, and I do like Bill Belichick, the coach, and I I just think it maybe it's run its course, and Bill Belichick, the GM, needs to get fired, and I would imagine. Uh, I can't see them getting rid of him in season, but I can see where they have a power dynamic shift. And it's like that classic thing with Parcells, which is like, well, what was his line? Something about the groceries, you know, it, you, you got to let me pay the groceries or whatever. If I'm, yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm going to the grocery store, yeah. I should be able to pick the groceries or something like that. Yeah. I just think that's where this is going to go. There's going to be a power dynamic issue, and and maybe it's time. But look, if they force Belichick out or he resigns or whatever, uh, I guarantee you that he will have an opportunity. Now he won't have the oh, same. Oh, he will. Oh, without a shadow. He won't doubt. have the same organizational structure as he has in New England. But there might be an opportunity in San Diego. There might be an opportunity in Green Bay. There ain't no opportunities in San Diego, bro. Excuse me. There might LA. be an opportunity in in uh, L.A. with the Chargers. Could you imagine him on the Chargers with actually having a decent <laughs> franchise quarterback? Where there might be an actually being able to defense? tell Herbert to throw the ball to Keenan Allen without look, you know shit in the bed. Look, Bill. I mean, there were so many opportunities in that game, guys, mm-hmm. where Herbert. I know overthrew or just missed Keenan Allen. He did. Wide open. I, he did. He did. And like like it like you sit there, we don't watch every Chargers game live, right? No, of course not. But watching that game and I I can count on three different hands mm-hmm. or three different fingers. Three different passes where at least two of those times Keenan Allen was wide open. And I want to say another guy was wide open on a third time. He, he definitely missed a couple of things. And I don't know how I mean, much of that is related like, to his other I, hand, but he, he definitely missed on some throws. There's, like, there's no doubt. And I'm sorry to catch up, Justin. No, it's like, okay. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like that, that's how I feel about the Kentucky quarterback at this point. Like you, you got guys wide open, dude. It's happy feet. It's happy feet. It's the. It's not getting set. It's not just going through your progression. You know what it is? What is it? Uh-oh. <laughs> that was for you, MacGuffin. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't hear what that was. Oh, you couldn't hear that. All right, I, I couldn't hear that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's about right, bro. Oh, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Carl Lewis. This Uh-oh. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we've said it before. It's, it's all right. right. It, it, it boils down to the quality of the head coaching in general for any team. Yeah. And if you don't have a good, solid offensive presence as a head co- for at least one of your coaching – and one of your coaching staff members, it, it just, it really hurts. And especially if you have a defensive minded uh, head coach. It, yeah. It's just one of those things. It's tough. And look, I, I fully expect there to be an opportunity in Washington. Rivera should be gone. I don't, I don't dislike the guy, but it, it, it's time. However, the season plays out, maybe the enemy gets a crack at, at being an age. I don't know. We'll see. But I just, too uneven, too inconsistent. Um, and I look back sadly at what the line was when Rivera showed up and what the line is now offensive line and that's specific and it's just like oh my god dude really um it's just a mess so, so Belichick will have opportunity I would imagine he wants that record to take that record from Shula and he should be able to unless he unless something happens to him a car accident a heart attack drops dead I mean if he wants to do it somebody will pay him money I, I just think the structure that he has in New England is is done it's done, and maybe it's just time, and it's weird. It's going to be really hard to see him not there, but they're due for a rebuild, and they've got their work cut out for them, and whatever system and playbook, whatever he's been dealing with, it's it's not working right now. It's not. It's not. They've sucked at, t- at finding wide receivers other than free agents. Uh, they've sucked at drafting wide receivers for as long as I can freaking remember, um, and they don't have – Brady to cover up. It's just time. So it was it like Dion Branch back in the day. It was like the, the last time they drafted a wide receiver high. I we'd have to look back at draft history. They've tried, but I mean, like Nikhil Harry was. I mean, it, it's just it. It just it's hasn't a second round pick. Yeah, it's, these things haven't worked out for them. And um, you know, whether how they've handled some kickers or linemen, D line, it just doesn't matter. I mean, the whole thing. It's just they clearly have a talent problem and a personnel problem. And I don't think Belichick can get him out of that. Uh, again, my my, I, I would say Belichick, the head coach, is still plenty capable, but Belichick, the GM, uh, has not delivered the past couple of years. And at some point, you have an accountability problem, and that's a for whether this sounds fair or not, that's been a pretty spoiled fan base for a long time. Oh yeah, and you know, again, and, and Lindy would make that. I mean, it it's it's tough and it's rough. And it sucks because the the Red Sox are a mess. The Patriots are a mess. You better hope the Celtics are good. I, what else are you gonna hang your hat on up there? I don't know. So, so. Yeah, this Harry point was, actually, like, was a first round pick. Yeah, thirty two. But then you go all the way, Jesus, all the way back to nineteen ninety six and Terry Glenn. Oh, uh, didn't pick. But I mean, think about it. Nineteen ninety six was the last time they drafted a wide receiver first in like in the first round other mm-hmm. than Nikhil Harry in 2019 that's a gross pretty gross 20 plus years man yeah gross it's yeah just gross. I mean you like uh, Gronk was the second round pick uh I remember that he had gotten injured his senior year <laughs> second or third round pick uh, who's the guy Dion sounds like uh, you've enjoyed Louisville. you've enjoyed that captain bro they the guy that got the MVP from Liverpool. God dang it. Dion Branch. <laughs> I don't think he was a second round pick, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to look at like the who's who. 
of like some of these players that they built around. Uh huh. Like Richard Seymour, he yep. was the sixth overall pick in two thousand one. Vince Wolfork was the twenty first overall pick in two thousand four. That was a Miami kid. You know, Gerard Mayo, who's a really good linebacker from 2008. Devin McCourty was 2010. Mm-hmm. Chandler Jones was 2012. Dante Hightower was 2012. Think about that. They had those two guys in the first round in 2012. Yep. Dante who was Hightower that? And Dante Hightower and uh, Chandler Jones. That's I was going to say, didn't Chandler Jones just get arrested this week? Somebody did. I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was him. Uh, we'd have to we'd have to look that up and double check that. Um, all right, we need we probably need to shift gears and tie up a couple of loose threads and then get out of here before it gets uh, too much later. Um, and uh, look, I, I make no bones about it. And if somebody wants to, Shannon, why don't you look up the player that got arrested <laughs> so we can actually get yeah, the yeah, it was Chandler Jones on October oh, was, 17th. Okay, so that's legit. You were right. All right, my bad. A protection order the second time in less than a month. Mm. My man, my man. All right, thank you, Randy. Good job, good job, good job. So yeah, when uh, we get together next time, I'll eat you a beer. Hey, which, quite frankly, in time when we get together, I'll eat you a beer. Anyway, yes, so whatever. That sounds about right. Yeah, Captain's treating you good. I can tell. Yeah, man, you you can hear it in his voice. Or he's like, it's great. So he'll be doing this. Ain't nothing left. So yeah, he I might guess playoff baseball. Bottles topic. He might be taking a nap at a moment, but that's okay. He might be. He might be. That's all right. Like like we said, uh, uh, look, uh, I'm not taking the Whitfield old man nap, so it's your turn, I suppose. All right. So uh, I got water left. I'm good. Oh, I'm gonna hydrate. It's great. Uh, uh. All right. So uh, a, a little baseball. Uh, got to it later than I thought we were gonna get to it, but whatever, man. It's, it, that's the deal. Uh, look, the top five teams in the MLB regular season went one and thirteen during the playoffs, which is still crazy to me. It is the first time that none of them, as in zero, as in none, as in not a second 0. one of these teams, will, is, the Blue Tarski will appear in a league championship series. All right, as uh, reasonable criticism that the five day break is too long. There's some rust, um, and you know. Look, the, the Dodgers have pitching problems. Kershaw does Kershaw things. I think, and the Orioles, look, they had a great run. I don't know how many people were really banking on the Orioles to make a deep run. And the Brewers are the Brewers. They're just drinking beers. I'm just kidding. But it, it's the Braves and the Phillies, right? It, it's, where, it's where a lot of people really centered their attention on. And you give credit to the Phillies for bringing the bats, bringing the pitch in. Yeah, fuck them. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, good job. There you go. Uh, and it's, no, no, and, no! And, fuck them! Don't, don't and, sit there and sugarcoat it for those Braves fans out there. <laughs> fuck them! Are we, are we talking about the Braves fans? Talk about the Philly fans? Well, yes. both. Are we both. talking about both? Because I'm, a, I'm a Mets fan, so fuck them both. Uh, yeah, it, I figured that. <laughs> but was yes, fun. the Philly fans. Fuck them! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fuck them! <laughs> and there should be plenty of salty Nats fans still salty about Bryce Harper. Oh uh, yeah. But anyway, that, but it's, it's their own fault. I know. But, it, you know, it, it's just kind of an oddball thing, and I was hoping Whitfield was going to show up tonight because we spent a bit of time talking about this over the past couple of weeks. But, you know, you, you give credit to the Phillies, right, for sure. They've got a great home field advantage. That, that's a that's a rambunctious crowd, to say the least. Uh, whether or not they're throwing batteries or beating up Santa, they're certainly vocal and having a good old time. And um, it's just strange to me that... Manfred is saying, well, we need more data. We need more this. We need more that. 
I think Fuck it's I, I think it's reasonable to say this playoff format isn't where it needs to be. No. Not yet. I certainly can't see them contracting the amount of playoff teams. That's not going to happen, right? It's too much money. Um, so realistically, I would guess that they're going to end up having to add teams to kind of balance this back out. And then, I look, and maybe they shorten, maybe they change the series. You know, best of three, best of five, best of seven. I don't like single game elimination. The only interesting argument I've heard is that they could do the ghost elimination, which sounded weird to me. But basically, you have the higher seed and the lower seed. The higher seed only needs to win one game, and then they would win the series. The lower seed would need to win two games to win the series, which I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but I think people would have a hard time accepting that. But it's 162 games. That's a long season. You land where you land. Mm-hmm. If you're in that position, you do what you got to do to advance. If you don't, fuck off. So are you ta- what are you saying to me? Are you saying that you don't care about the rust argument, rust rest argument? You're just saying you should have shown up? Is that your point? Yeah. I, I you show especially up. Against a, especially against a division opponent. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't like the rust because if we're looking at the top five teams, it was one in 13. That was after a layoff. I mean, what are you doing? Sitting, sitting down your ass the entire time? Or are you? I mean, they're not that? sitting yeah. on their ass, something. but they're, but they're not at that level of intensity as the other teams. But in the in the sense of Braves, Phillies, they should be. That it is your at least opponents. You should be up for that game as much as Philadelphia was up for that game. The Phillies were ready, locked and loaded ready to take out the Braves. The Braves just came in thinking they were just like, I don't give a shit about the late, you know, five days. Who cares? There's a division opponent. They're a rival. You should be up for that game, no matter how long the layoff is. All right. I so I th- can't disagree with that logic. The logic, the logic, mm-hmm. I cannot disagree with. However, if I'm looking at the record mm-hmm. of the top five teams record-wise in the NLB of this season, being one in thirteen, and that one in one in thirteen was they were down four to zero in the seventh inning, and they happened to get like. One, two, and two, or the six, whatever, whatever the inning was, the Braves uh, got the um, who are the fuck they beat. <laughs> you mean I, when the Braves dude, got that crazy win? The 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 only win, like I was asked to the, come the, over the, to the, a Braves the, fan's house. The Michael Harris eight five three double play is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay, don't hurt yourself there, McGuffin. Thank you. Write notes, dude. Look, I I was that was last week. I'm looking. I'm working on this week's shit. Um, you constipated? Yes. <laughs> Pull my finger, please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Hey, look. Uh, 
Look. Now I go to the bathroom. No, all right, go to the bathroom. But, you know, here's the thing. Like, like think about when we're talking about playoff expansion, okay? Right. To, if we're if we're going to offset this five-day thing or whatever. Just remember this. The, Ra- the, the Rangers beat the Rays two to nothing. Boom, done. Right? Yep. Okay. Ball game. The Twins beat the Blue Jays two to nothing. Boom, done. Right? The Diamondbacks beat the Brewers two two donut done. Uh, the Phillies beat the Marlins two nothing done. So, like those were all like what? I mean, they're they're all sweeps. Okay. Yep. Then you, then you get to the ALDS. The Rangers beat the Orioles three three donut. Okay. The Astros beat the Twins three to one. The Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers three to three to donut. Excuse me, three to donut. And the Philly the Phillies beat the Braves three to one. Like where where what what kind of great series did we end up having? None. 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 So yeah, you made the playoffs bigger, but I I just uh, what's the quality of it? I, I don't know. It seems like a little bit of a mixed bag. I'm kind of curious. And yes, on on some level, the, you know, it's what it is. It, you have the format, you got the teams, you get in, you go, and you can make a credible argument that, you know what, if you're not ready, learn to be ready. But like, sure, the Dodgers had their issues with pitching and Kershaw doing Kershaw things. And I know the Braves historically have had some pretty, you know, significant playoff failures as somebody that grew up with the Atlanta Braves in the nineties. You know, nice. I, I certainly yeah. remember that. And I know, you know, any Mets fans are not crying any big tears for these people <laughs> sucking bags of ass, but it's just strange to me on some level to think about how do you value the regular season, which I would say is arguably a little bit too long, and maybe they should revert to the classic schedule. I forgot, was it 152, 154? I was a little bit shorter. Well, uh, that, that's but, what people want them to go to. Yeah, it, it's revert. And, but the owners, because it's Follow the money. home games, Follow the money. more revenue. Follow the money. Blah, that's why we got blah, 17 blah, blah, NFL blah. games now. Follow the money. I hear you. Yeah, it's all about the money. It, it, let's be honest. That that's what it's about. That's why we're not down to one to fifty one fifty four. Okay. So, those things being said, Drunko and Randy. Thank okay. you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I am. All right. Look. No. We'll touch. I have a couple of notes in the Braves, so I'll I'll say I'll, I'll touch on that more specifically. All right. The Braves led up. They led baseball in home runs in the regular season. Yes, they All did. right, they got a hit, out hit from a home run standpoint, eleven to three, versus yep. the Phillies. Ronald Acuna Jr. That dude versus the Phillies hit one forty three, no home runs, no RBIs. Wow, terrible, terrible. And he won me a fantasy championship. Good on you, good on you, bro. Good on you. Forty so, plus homers and seventy stolen bases. So I, I would, I would posit that. There's an argument that and the way the playoffs are currently constructed devalues the regular season. Mm-hmm. I would say that five days off is too long. It's not it's not the rhythm of baseball. Right. Um and what they've essentially done with the way extra variables in, you're gonna get weird things. Yep. So do you do you champion the regular season or do you and if you want to shift the focus to the postseason, that's okay. But I don't think this is where it needs to be. So I guess my question to you, both of you, is is it well just suck it up, buttercup, it's what it is. If if you're not ready to go, oh well. Or do you think there's a flaw in the playoff construct? And if so, how do you think they should solve it? Or what would you like to see them do? 
Because hmm. you, you only have a couple of options. You contract, you expand, you leave alone, you reseed. And a lot of people have argued that after the wild card, they should reseed. Because that would have changed it. You wouldn't have had Braves Phillies. Yeah. You would have had Braves. I, I can also see the benefits of expansion because that way everybody's getting involved. You're not just, ha- you know, you lose the buy essentially, which. You lose the buy. It's not horrible, but it's going to straighten things out a little bit better. That way it automatically recedes everything anyway. Mm-hmm. So you would you would expand, add, add teams, but recede. Yeah, that makes the most sense to okay. me to do that just because that way um, you're you're ensuring that there is no real downtime. Everybody can be playing at all times and getting kind of staying in game shape. Mm-hmm. But you're also making sure that you have your, your, your typical best versus worst sort of thing, depending mm-hmm. on how the series goes. Okay. Shannon. I, I agree with Randy. Um. <laughs> thank you. I one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I drink at twelve. I, I, I swear, folks, he speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you, dude. I'm just love giving, you too, buddy. I'm just I giving, know. I'm just giving you a hard time because you thank sound, you. You sound a little saucy, so I I don't do the Jack Daniels often, so just he just doesn't give do me the a Jack Daniels. Bit. I drank a, I drink a drink. I drank a drink. I don't do the rum often. Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't do the captain. The captain does him. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey. Look, I'm not going to worry until Shannon's going Joe Cocker. Then, then I'd be concerned. If, if we got McGuffin doing you can leave your hat on. <laughs> We got we got problems. Full Monty. We got problems. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, we're, other than that, we're okay. We really we should really do a road trip and do uh, uh, Kentucky bourbons, man. We really should. That'd dude, be amazing. I would. I dude. I got you. I I got you on the trail. See, look at that. Look at I that. really do. Okay, so. Shannon, I, I can get you to Buffalo Trace. My my <laughs> one of my best friends lives twenty minutes from there. See, we can start from there, and then we can hit the trail, and we can have a good time. See, I I I would love it. So, in all seriousness, but I know I'm hammered at this point. <laughs> Y'all are going to make fun of me. I we can. are. It's it's okay, but. No bulls intro for you. It's bulls outro. That's what you're no, doing. It's outro. It's just bulls point. outro. But sir, in all seriousness, I would love it if we could do that trail. That would be together. Fun. Um, well, my buddy would love it if we could start there uh, at Buffalo Trace and just go along the trail. It would be amazing. So, Shannon, it, it sounded earlier like you were like the Braves can suck it. Y'all underperformed. Too bad. Get over it. But now you're saying you agree with Randy that they should expand the playoffs and and reseed. So which so, which one is it? Dude? So are you, look, are you are you just saying well t- tough tough crap the like the Phillies are just better or the you know sorry Dodgers you're pitching sorry Kershaw Kershawed and you just didn't have enough you know you lost too many pitchers too bad it's just what happens. 
Let me be honest. Boo-hoo. Like that Ronald crying, Acuna like, like that crying um, Eagles Austin kid. Austin Riley I... led me to a fantasy league championship uh-huh. this year. So, yeah, you can suck it, Randy. But nice. Because I beat you eight to seven. Wow, look at him. That's how much. one. That's how much he cares about the struggles of y'all Braves fans. I just want you to know, he's <laughs> immediately talking about his I fantasy don't give team. A fine fuck about yeah, the struggles. Look at that. He's like, I know Randy does it yeah. because I beat him in his championship see? round eight to seven. He, he, Suck it, bitch. Yeah. He, he's, he's, <laughs> Shannon basically, Shannon is basically making all of y'all out to be <laughs> like that little die from it. So, but that's besides the point. Shannon is um, making all of y'all out to be like that little crying Eagles fan that needs to befriend the crying Piccolo girl from uh, uh, Villanova. <laughs> That I recorded the video and I was like, "Boo!" When they lost the Jets, "Boo, bitch!" Boo. I didn't say that. I didn't say. I didn't say "boo-hoo." And they did the bro- the broadcast did them dirty. Why are you showing that little kid crying, man, in his Eagles gear, all "boo-hoo, boo-hoo"? I did laugh though. I thought it was pretty funny. Eh, fuck them. That's yeah. why. Oh wow. Anyway, because fuck them. That's why. All right. Man, they're like fuck them kids. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Whitfield's in my ear saying right talking right now i don't know why anyway um <laughs> all right so but i mean like what what do we do what do we do do we just say this is the playoff format you should figure out how to get ready uh you know i i just i don't know i i just i, I I'm, we I'm, can we can do I'm one of two things uh-huh we can shorten the wild card to one game i see i didn't like the single elimination so when so you're in basically look fuck it like at this point, after 162 games, either you fucking win this game or you're not in. Okay, so would you like that ghost rule where the lower seed has to win two or the higher seed has to win one? Yes, as long as it favors the team that won the most games. Well, the higher seed only has to win one of two. The lower seed has to win twice. I'm so talking about it the would team favor that wins most games in the regular season. It would favor the team that won more games. Look, I'm gonna translate to drunk for you. It Thank would fa- it would favor the team that had more wins. Yes. And so, yes, the worst team. Fuck them. The worst team. Fuck them kids. Fuck them picks. The worst team. I feel like I'm going to go into yes, an. Yes, un- Justin. I feel fuck like them, I, that's why. I'm going to feel. I feel like I'm going to go yes, into an. Un- Justin. Yeah. I, I, I feel I like I'm going to go with this. I feel like. Yes, no, I'm look, look, look. I, I, I feel I'm going to go. I don't drink. I know. I'm just teasing often, you. But I feel like I'm going to go into an unfortunate. Yes, let the alcohol flow through me. Yes. Fuck them. There you go. All fuck right. Them, fuck them. If they don't win, if they don't win enough games, fuck them. Okay. So do you're what you like, gotta do. You're like rest, to rust, to the whatever. Teams shut that up. Won the most games during the regular season because it's 162 games from fucking March, April to fucking October. So basically, fuck out of here with your like. Condense it down. We're we're we're. We just snuck in. We'll, we'll do what we gotta do, aka Diamondbacks. You bunch of cunts. All right. So basically, you're saying, fuck them. It yes. <laughs> thank you, Randy. All right. Basically, you're saying it's a new reality, right? Yes. And we understand that historically, the regular season is cherished in baseball. 
Correct. And we're not saying not not to, to strive to win the regular season per se, but if the playoffs are excuse me, year, if sir. it's more if it's more important to win the playoffs, the playoffs, then playoffs. you can take the tail end of the season and get yourself ready for the playoffs. Stop worrying about being twenty games ahead, right? Screw that or ten game whatever. Who cares? Uh, get yourself ready because the playoffs are where it, where it matters the most. So let go of the regular season. Unless you need to keep winning, and then you, you just keep steaming. But you're saying shift your shift. What's important? Shift your focus. And so the the Phillies apparently have done that. Yes, but, Justin. They but, let it go. They let it go. They, and, they by the way, let by the way, go. by the way, Todd, Todd. I want to say I can't believe you didn't invite me to go to the Frozen the musical with you. Unacceptable. By the way, I can't believe you left us out, Todd. What the hell? Come on. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Seriously. How could he not? The, the sports brew would have gone. I Seriously. Mean, just saying. Unacceptable, Unacceptable Todd Tooting. Todd, two beers tooting. Come on. Serious. And we used to call you three beers tooting, but now you're back to two. Mm, Unacceptable. Okay. All right. So our stance, your stance is teams just need to adapt better to the current playoff format and this is they're basically just bitching it's their own fault. And again, you know, the Dodgers ran out of pitchers, the Orioles didn't have good pitchers. I mean, some of these teams just had flaws, they got exposed. And maybe the Phillies are just better than the Braves and tough. But you don't think it's an anomaly. You you're going to side with Manfred is your point. No, 1 in 13 like it it the the initial round should not be a best of three. It's it's you either win or you're in or you're out. So you would contract. You would get rid of. Yeah. Okay. I, I look, man. Hundred sixty two games. That's enough. You you either you're in or you're out. Fucking Sh- figure it out in that one game. Bro, the and, only the only and that's it. The only person that struggles with answering that question is not even here tonight. I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you, and I sort of hear you because I'm deaf, half deaf in this ear. But you know, because I'm in military and all that good yeah. stuff, and I, I need the <laughs> VA to give me some hearing loss. But whatever. Um, you trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? I, I hear you. I hear you, sir. <laughs> and baby trying. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Thanks, coach. Okay. All right. By the way. Yes. Before we before we move forward, and I know where you're, you're going. Burt Young. What? Who played Polly in the Rocky movies passed away at 83 today. Oh, that's a bummer. And that if you've watched all the Rocky movies, you know who Polly is. Mm-hmm. Oh, how okay. can you not have, especially a, a, a gentleman of our age? I know. We've definitely seen all of them. He, he passed away at 83, and I just want to give Polly, we love you, dude. Thank you for playing who you were. R.I.P. 
Are the are the turtles still alive? I don't know. Ask uh, the Stallone still have the turtles? For, wasn't that a thing? That was a story like those turtles were still alive from like the Rocky movie from whenever. Pretty they wild. Maybe you never know. All right. So how about this? How about this? How about this? Okay. So we know Shannon Stance. Uh, Randy will give you a second to kind of top your thoughts if you have anything else to say about the current playoff format or if it's just get over it, move on. Uh, and then we should call our shots and we need to peace out. All right. Okay. So like I was saying before, um, I feel like if you feel that the, the current format just isn't conducive to uh, being competitive, just expand then uh, expand and uh, expand and recede. That's, that's, that's the easiest way to do it. Okay. Um, uh, the way, but you know what? Regardless of having time off, uh, honestly, it's the playoffs. You should be hyped. You should be ready to go. If you're pl- whether you're playing a division opponent, a rival, or not, you mm-hmm. should be ready to go, hyped, and just ready to play. And that's on the the coach and uh, you know the rest on the position coaches. Like that's right. on them for not getting everybody hyped. But also, just your team leaders, step it up. Seriously, get out there and be like, hey, let's go. Let's get fired up. This is our shot at going to the World Series here. And if you don't do that, that's on you. That's on you. Okay, fair enough. All right, so I would ask you this then. Let's call our shots real quick. Anybody taking the Diamondbacks? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, uh, Rangers Astros. What do you guys think? Uh, I think Astros will end up pulling it out. They got tonight's win. I, I, I like the Rangers' offense, but the Astros like just toughness. I, I think that's going to come back. Why and, are the uh, Astros better on the road and, than at home? Uh, somehow it's going to be Astros Phillies again. And then, um, and then I can't call winner at this point, yeah, but can. I think Astros Phillies will be the series. So you think it's gonna be Astros Phillies, and you're not calling a winner? Lame. No, not okay. at this point. All right, Randy, what what are you saying? Um, I think we're gonna get Rangers in six over the Astros. Okay, so we'll get Rangers Phillies, um, in the World Series. Uh, I think. Uh, I and it's it pains me to even think this, but I think Phillies in six in the in the World Series. All right, yeah, I'm 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 leaning towards that the uh, I'm leaning towards the Phillies finishing it off this year. I think is the most likely outcome. Doesn't mean it'll happen, um, but I you know I'm I'm certainly taking the Phillies over the Diamondbacks. Um, I don't know that I'm super confident. I don't know for some reason I'm kind of hoping the Rangers pull it out. I don't know if I'm just kind of feeling that for Scherzer or what. But, uh, you know, I think my preference is that the Rangers win. We'll see. But it, I'm taking the Phillies. I feel like it's just – it just feels like it's their year. You know, it just feels like it's their year. We'll see if they can finish that off. All right, I want to close with one thing. And this was from – let me bump to it real quick. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, uh, but it was uh, <laughs> Trevor May announcing his retirement. Uh, Oakland athlete, Oakland A's pitcher, Trevor May. Um and he absolutely crapped on John Fisher, owner of the A's, on his way out. Of course, they're going to move to Vegas and hang out with the Aces, the, the back-to-back WNBA world champion Aces and Mark Davis's bowl cut haircut. 
so that's what they're going to be. But Trevor May had some thoughts. Sell the team, dude. I tried to get a sell shirt. It didn't get here fast enough. Sell it, man. Let someone who actually like takes pride in the things they own own something. There's actually people who give a shit about the game. Let them do it. Take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else, dork. And also, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna just be a greedy, greedy fuck, own it. There's nothing weaker than being afraid of cameras. So that's one thing I really struggled with this year was not just eviscerating that guy. Do what you're going to do, bro. You're you're whatever. You're a billionaire. They exist. You guys have all this power. You shouldn't have any because you haven't earned any of it. But anyway, whatever. It is what it is. Reality is you got you got handed everything you have. And now you're too soft to sit and stand in front or, or take any responsibility for anything you're doing. Yeah, whatever. Oakland is Oakland. Uh, you can make all the cases. Oh, it's not a great city. But you're putting you're putting hundreds, if not thousands, of people out of work that have worked somewhere for decades, and you haven't acknowledged that at all. So, <laughs> just be better. That's all we're asking. Just be a human being. <laughs> Sell the team. Take mommy and daddy's money and go Good away. Good luck with that, bro. Yeah. I mean, if Trevor May wanted to ensure that he wasn't going to play there next year, he certainly did that. I know he's announcing his retirement. We'll see if he sticks to that. That has to be a tough way to go out for that guy. And because uh, he had he had a tremendous run to close the year, um, if I remember correctly. But so uh, anyway, he's he's choosing to retire on his own terms. Feels good. Feels healthy. Whatever. But uh, yeah, he went after Fisher on his Twitch stream. And I think a lot of people, you know, they identify with that and and, it, and they relate to that because it feels like they're effing them, right? They're, they're effing the athletics, you know, that fan base. And Oakland has its issues. That's all true. But it does feel like a money grab <coughs> to, to just rake in the cash, get to Vegas and just roll. So it's just weird. But uh, kudos to Trevor May, man, uh, throwing down, you know, throwing down like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thought that was pretty good. All right, y'all. Well, look, man. Let's let's go get some lessons. Let's go get some rest. Let's wrap it up. Peace out, uh, and get on out of here. As always, keywords are sports and brew. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio is dead, so don't look there. Uh, but Spotify, Amazon Music, a whole bunch of other services. Just just look up Sports Brew. Uh, you'll find us somehow. Uh, thanks for putting up with our crap and all of that nonsense. Uh, nobody got really drunk this episode except for McGuffin. So. Um, don't hold it against him, but he was having a good old time, man. Matter of fact, I think even in this state, he would do a better job coaching than Cristobal or whatever. <laughs> take the points, take, man. Take, take the points. Take, and Brandon said, take the points. Even saucy. Yeah, it's not that difficult, even, bro. Even take the points. Sauced up McGuffin plus captain understands to take the points. Just saying. Just saying. There you go. All right. Well. Two and a half men, two and a half points. Come on, Brandon Staley. Get with it. Christ. Seriously. Take the field goal. <laughs> anyway. Love you, bro. All right, man. Uh, we need to hang soon. We do. Hopefully in December we can get together. Yes, sir. All right, gentlemen. Go get some rest. Good to hang out. As always, I appreciate it. And you know what? We'll catch you on the flip side, and we'll see if we can hang out next week and have uh, have some more fun. We'll see where we're at. And uh, we might be at World Series o'clock. You know that? Might be. And then maybe Shannon will call us shots. 
<laughs> so, all right, gents, go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. Enjoy your weekend, fellas. All right, later, y'all. Good night. Good night. Peace. Bye. Peace. Late. <laughs>